Right, guys, what's happening? Last chance to get involved with a giveaway. You need to do it, Trips. You need to do it. Simple task you've got at hand. It costs you zero, zero pence and zero pounds. Um, so you've also got to follow the link in the description, though. So when you follow that, it's going to take, take you to uh, all our sponsors' Instagrams uh, and our YouTube. All you need to do is subscribe to our YouTube and follow all our sponsors on Instagram. You don't need to follow us. No. It's we saves you one. You should be already, though. It's good content. Yep. And as always, guys, we're in the G4 studio. Hope you enjoy this episode. Cheers. Cheers. Phone in airplane mode. No. Or but doesn't need to be there. It does. It really does. Silence, good enough, mate. Popular man. Um, but Jamie somehow turns itself half silent yeah. and then rings and all that. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I think <laughs> it's because it's pure dirty. It's like a fine margin. Is your pocket got horns in it? Look, Whoa, look, it does shit myself. That is wild. That, I just witnessed <laughs> that. He, he did prove it. Maybe it's cursed. It's like that moves so easily. Haunted phone, man. Anyway, welcome back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Hold, hold on. It's the right voice. Not once. It was just like. How about he's like, he always starts like this. Alright, all right. uh, <laughs> what if we did a sketch uh, about a haunted PlayStation? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you touch it, I was just like, I was like, what about his eye? And it's like, oh, I can't play my PlayStation because it's haunted. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you're saying that. I was watching. So um, funny, you see, you watch Nathan for you. Oh, no. Right, aye. aye. You see the one he's he's like got the it's like the go the ghost realtor and he's like. Oh mate, he's like, so the idea behind it is The ghost what? Th- so it's like an estate agent, right? right. And she's like, our business has got pretty bad and that No get many, like, no, no getting a lot of customers in And what happens is, he's like, well, a lot of people don't buy houses Because they think they're haunted So if we could, like, guarantee them that it's not haunted Then you'll get a lot of business in And obviously, but the, it's real, isn't it? It's a hundred percent Aye But I just thought, man, fucking property boss Ghost, ghost, fucking yeah. estate agent. Uh, <laughs> get my psychic. Ra- there you go. By the way, that's Rain a series. That's, G4 that claims. Do you, do you want to give me some money? Like, <laughs> I'll make it happen. You gotta claim money for them. <laughs> no. G4 claims you can claim anything, Just, guys. If they're gonna sponsor anything, man, fucking property boss slash psychic. Aye. <laughs> Ratings gold. Nah, that is, that is. That is. The followers would double. I think. I've got my TV, through the roof. my TV brain on, man. But right. yeah, guys, boom, we're back in. We're back in the studio. Uh, you <laughs> I've been bleeding juice. That was such a perfect burp. Like, uh, I, if uh, I was to go at a sound library of burps, aye, that is like a cartoon like, burp, uh, wasn't yeah. it? Like a button you it press. Was, it was a soundboard. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. But we're, ga- we're back, guys. We're back, and we've got the beautiful Connor Rayleigh in. Little princess face. Princess face. Is that what you call him? You used to call me that. (laughs) Jamie says the nicest things to me all the time. It's really nice. Honestly. You deserve the nicest things. My confidence is always boosted from being around you. He's a man of many compliments. Well, mainly just I I don't really get it. I was gonna say that I was as I was saying that, I was thinking, I was like, that's really I said one of your videos was heavy funny earlier on. That's good. That is good. You just text me all the time, just I love you. (laughs) Stuff like that. I do. Yeah, it's nice, man. I love it. Good. I love it you, a lot. You deserve it all. How, how are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do the podcast? Yeah, I'm the interviewer, man. You're like uh, dying to ask us stuff, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you ask us some stuff and then we can flip it? Ask well, us right, one. I'll ask you one question. We'll go, I, you get one um, question each. We'll I, go question for question, mate. 
right? See where, the, see where, the, see but, a question for you, Evan, right? Is uh, honestly, where did the podcast come from? What was the impetus? There you go, BBC word. Very big BBC word. I just wanted to get the fucking word out there, mate. That was it. But like, like you did <laughs> funny really videos, was. so how did you end up like, oh fuck, I'm gonna do a. Uh, I think, I think <coughs> things landed in the right place at the right time in a way, but also it was a, a blessing in disguise because I really was getting fed up of recording myself right. in my room, mate. To so be honest, universe, baby. I feel like I've done. I felt like no, I've no like oh, I completed it, mate, but. <laughs> I didn't know where it, like, I'd done, some of them got good views, some of them, people find them funny, but it just reached a point I was like, where, where does this and go then next? Offered, then you get offered the... I just like 40 still doing this. <laughs> just sitting in your room next to the room. 40, man, you look good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's my birthday tomorrow, actually. Oh, so no, my 40. 20, 20, 25? I mean, I listened to the last podcast. I'm a, that's the other thing. I'm a fan of this podcast. So Aye. this is like... You starstruck? Is it a dream come true? Yeah, exactly. It's just like when somebody's dying and they let them play for Celtic or something for a bit. Like, <laughs> I'm standing on the fucking on field. Do you know what today? Asking them questions. I'm probably... <laughs> 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 the exact same should be in a pitch for Celtic. <laughs> Then the rang hangs. Yeah, totally. Scoring score on goals and that. But obviously you asked you asked me about the the podcast and how I ended up in this, and I said it's because I got fed up, kind of recording myself. But right. as I've met you, Connor, I've actually had the ability to no record myself. Yeah, I've had the ability to be recorded where I can just roam free and be a free creative spirit. What a yeah. unicorn! So obviously <laughs> we just so I, I as you know, guys. Well, well, as you probably don't know, Connor filmed the high rise video which we put out which is flying by the way. <laughs> actually flying. Like, for a new channel, just to go straight to, like, 10,000 views is pretty mad. I know, it is. It's really good, man. I've been trying to put videos for, out for ages, so that <laughs> it was pretty good, yeah. That's, like, a new thing, that picking mix. That's, like, yeah. your... Yeah, so it's, like, a new... We've been planning on doing it for ages, but I make loads of stuff. Obviously, you guys make loads of stuff. The idea was just to have somewhere to put it... Like, put everything, Let's basically, so that it. it all goes to the same place, because it's a fucking nightmare. And having to put stuff out through the BBC and all this stuff, it's just a faff that I don't, that I'm a bit sick of, so mm -hmm. it'd be nice to have a wee Is there a lot of like, hard, like no hard those but is it? Man, it's mad. Red tape. It's like, even, even what I've done, like, I mean, I've made one video for the social and I'm not like noting that, whatever, but it was like yeah. COVID risk assessment forms and that, I'm like, I'm in my room, mate. Mm -hmm. It depends, man, because I, I used to make a lot of like online comedy, so like I made soup for them, right? And they, so I sent what them- What kind of soup? <laughs> How did you know it was soup? <laughs> Didn't even fucking think like, like, yes, I was doing that. <laughs> so I was like, but I made that sketch and I went in and I mean, I'd been shooting stuff for them for ages, right? So I had like a bit of a track record and I was like, can I make this sketch? And they were like, nah, it's no funny. Because they don't do anything that's not Mate, like... It's so funny, man. You need to be like fucking... It has to have like a mad Scottish thing, right? I am brew or something. So I was like, what about soup? Uh, and they were like, nah, it's not funny. I ended Campbell's up, soup. <laughs> ended up having to perform the whole fucking sketch for them in the cafe of it, of the BBC. And they laughed a wee bit. And then they were like... Right, we'll give you the money to make it, but we're not going to put it out. Much and I was like, like, nothing, man. Oh, so like, what fucking work you put into it? And then like they were like, no, nah, we're not going to put it out. And eventually they, they seen it and they were like, actually, it's all right. But see like, the see the suit video, see the idea behind that. Like, see when I was watching it, I watched it the whole night, and I, I, mate, I had never, I, I had never seen it before, but. Right. I was like howling at it. It's like because the more it goes on and like people are coming up and they're like, "Oh, shut up!" Like it's not, it's not this because yeah, it's yeah. no like it's no suit because it's this and, and like every time there's like a reason why it's still confusing. If you know what I mean, I, mate, like, a, explain, explain. If people who haven't right. seen it, try and explain like the, so, the plot of it. I, it's a sketch about a guy trying to 
trying to define the definition of soup, right? So he's like, what is soup? And then it, the thing is, it's funny about it is if you say that to anyone, they go, I know what soup is. And you're like, how? No one can actually define soup. So he's like, ah, no, it needs to be hot. And you're like, no, nah, gazpacho isn't hot. Like, right. well, it needs to be in a bowl. And you're like, nah, that's shreddies, shreddies, shreddies should be soup, but they're not. Mate. <laughs> Mate, Ketchup should be soup, but it's not. That's Why? The, be- the best bit of it, hang uh, Tommy, it's Tommy yeah. that's sitting yeah, in it. It's Tommy, it's, my it's, brother. It's yeah. his bra. And I thought he was pure good in it. There's a mad bit where he's like, his bud comes in and goes, it's because it's the bowl. It's the bowl that makes it soup. And he goes, Shreddy soup now, eh? Get out. <laughs> oh, fuck off or something. And he's got a big yeah, bowl. And she's got like a suitcase. And she's like, like, he's got like a bowl, and it's like, it's like a mad detective's bowl yeah, that's like, like crossing it. things and like well, lines. I love that. I love like, I like movies and I like taking things like conventions from movies and then using them for something stupid. Like even the first shot and it's like a long zoom on his face and it's like really dramatic. I just think that's that's so funny. That's I think with the high rise video as well, like the way it's the music and stuff, like obviously it's not fucking real, but like when you're watching it, you're getting like, no caught up because obviously I'm fucking in it but like the way it's shot as if it's serious you know what I mean that's the funniest stuff if I'm making a mockumentary man I want it to look like it's a documentary (laughs) like I don't I don't like half-assing anything to, to the point where it sometimes get sometimes gets in the way because it doesn't fucking matter. But I'm like, it's I want this exact thing mm-hmm. to make it feel like you're watching that Aye, whatever the I thing just, is you're how trying. Did, to. How did the high rise video like? The, obviously, we went on the first one. How did the very yeah. first one come about? I think I can't remember. I'd never met the Europe's before. And Paul, me and him had made a couple sketches. <laughs> so I just laugh like when you say the yurts. It's just <laughs> the yurts, man. Meeting the yurts is like a, but, a fucking life-changing experience. Yeah, it's mon- so monumental. It was the, that was the day I met them. was the day we shot that. So Paul oh. was like, can we do a sketch that's like this? And I was like, aye, that's funny. But I'd never met them before. I didn't know how it was going to go. So we just shot it like a documentary. Like I just showed up with my camera and just started filming. Then. Kind of similar to what you did the same time as well. Exactly. But then they were like, they'd do it and we'd run it through a few times and then we'd go, that was funny. And then we just do that, and then we'd like do the next scene or whatever. And then I'd be like, right, we need an end in here, or we need a shot of this to make that cut from there to there, mm-hmm. which is a fucking nightmare to edit because you don't, there's no script, like you don't know where mm-hmm. anything's going to be. But I just kind of like let them go, and the more I let them go, like the funnier. <laughs> there. And then the final, the final line in it is like when they go to that flat and it's been knocked down and he's like, look, well, they're building another Monroe. Uh, that was, yeah. that <laughs> was like, that wasn't that step. They just got there and there was a hill and then Paul was like, that's a Monroe. So funny. It's not even, it's, a, it's like a pile of stones off a building. Uh, <laughs> you see them start of it. Monroe, mate. I, I know, but he said it's a hill. It was not. made me laugh so much, man. I phoned my brother Tommy after it. It was like, I did this sketch with these guys and they said that joke and was like, it's going to be a hit. Just because of that, like, Mate, it's so good, man. Yeah. Like so good, and I think is that why because it's shot as if it's a real thing. I think they're always the funniest things, like, like Trailer Park Boys and like fucking the office, the office and shit. And shit. Like they're the funniest the things. Does it so well, man. You get lost in it more when it's shot as if it's yeah. real rather than pure. Oh, this guy walks in and he falls, and then there's a laugh track and shit. It's just the least but funny it's thing it's ever. It's also just nice, like Paul and you are so fucking funny. You guys are so funny. It's nice to just like do a le- like a level up because we know that Paul and you and everyone can do really funny videos mm-hmm. on Twitter mm-hmm. so it's just nice to see what happens when you like, actually and get it properly and yeah. like I know I think that's I think that's why I was getting bold and making the videos I was doing to yeah. be honest because there, there's a limit in what you can do especially when you're recording yourself but I but see when like you go out and do something like that like I had done the fly thing which was like that was like different because it was like a script and it was like 
it was a it was a production crew rather than just like our pal basically you know what i mean just like i fuck it i'll do it and do you know what i mean it was like right actually it was a bit more like serious but um that was so fun i thought like doing that i would definitely never do more to have to worry about shooting it because if you're just being like funny and just this guy will shoot it and make it all work Mm -hmm. and you're like i mean it's so like i think that's why it felt so free and like enjoyable plus as well like it's so good having like sean and ben right they've got like see their brains for like that's why it's probably you've probably shot 10 different things for the first one because like they'll think of something in like five seconds mate and then 15 seconds later it'll be like no do this no 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 this 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 like their brains go well fast with it so it's good being out and having everybody being like nah like that that bit's good but like nah we should do this and like it ends up a better thing overall with everybody's input i think totally man i think the the next one man i'd love to script it but like actually put everyone in a room Mm -hmm. and then we'll write it and then, and then go, you know, I should, we, should, we should try and do something like that. There's a bit more that I can do as well in planning the shoot mm-hmm. and like what, what, how we're gonna do it. Uh, you uh, can think true. about what, what I, I suppose that's yeah. right in it rather than rock That's up just the, the next progression, but it's so good though, man. I fucking love doing it. I so quite much. like seeing you, like you, and I said this to Paul as well, and he was on. I quite like seeing you too, like pure editing on site, but it was good, man. Because yeah, remember, there was a bit that you were sitting down in that because you were pure rough, weren't you? <laughs> I was rough as fuck. Well. Uh, what is it you? No, because we we took like a break, right? What is it you ended up with at the shop? I, like, I, I goes, I, what do you want at the shops? And he goes, eh. Uh, Flame, flame, monster munch, and a bottle of chocolate milk or something. Is that mad? Weird. That is a mental. Monster munch. But there was a bit right where I was really hungover and I was like leaning over the bench, like I'm gonna be sick. But I was also doing the like thinking about the shot, uh, and Reese, like I heard Reese go, "It was me." Was it you? Going, oh man, look at him like thinking about the shots, man. He's a genius. And I was like, actually just holding back my sick. Like I was imagining you like a mad composer in your brain, like that. Just that's gonna go there. That's gonna go there. But I, I, that was Paul Doc's fault that I was rough as fuck. He's out. I was out. Um, and Chris McQueer was there. I, I'd never met Chris before. And I, I actually fell over. I never. I don't do that a lot, man. I'm usually pretty good on my feet. But uh, I was very embarrassed. Why, you were that drunk? I was, I just, there was just a step that I didn't see. Nah. Uh, I was betrayed. I was like, Alan Shields trying to walk down the stairs to the... Me, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I was See what I was like? <laughs> it was just really funny. <laughs> Sorry, it's just so funny the idea of this big big guy falling over once, getting up, falling over again, getting up. On my foot time. Three times down the stairs of the Hamilton Palace, man, that is so funny. How do you make a comeback for that? Like, I, I just, this, if I was, someone said, Connor, time machine, could you go back to anywhere? It was going to be the JFK assassination, but now it's that guy falling down the stairs three times. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine anything funnier. Do you know what's even better? Like the image of him like getting up, and just falling again, and then getting up, and again, and getting up, and again, like a cartoon. Getting up, like, like that. I can't believe it's real because even if even if he'd done twice, right, I'd go right. I'm taking these shoes off. This is not nah. I need to change something after my second fall. I, this is not working out for me. I need, to, I need to change my strategy. Like the mad Einstein definition of madness, doing something <laughs> over and over again and expecting a better exactly result. That. So um, funny. What are we talking about there? <laughs> uh, Why are you shaking your you head? You always say this, but it's not. It's for Far Cry 3 or something. It's not. What are you, what did you say? It might be a photo of Einstein. That's what that quote's been. What? You've said it before. I'm sure it's... No, it's not Far Cry. Einstein was like a mad mathematician. No, no. It's because you're trying the same problem over and over again he's and you're getting it's not from Far Cry it is, it is, I swear no, it will be no, will be quoted I, I, again I, I, by Far Cry <laughs> I had Far Cry definitely didn't invent that scene 
I'm pretty sure it's an icing cone. Mate, uh, mate. Uh, Wait, you're too tall. Oh, just... I love that he's going to put this up on the screen, man. Oh. <laughs> Definition of he's one in, he's oh, he's one in one with the Google and making a character for. I've got this. I've got this. It's Insanity. The, the people who've made that game don't come up with it. Insanity. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Dash Far Cry. You know? <laughs> Albert Einstein. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mate, mate, there's no way the people who've done the Far Cry game came up with something that like philosophical almost. That's stupid. I know he is stupid. That cunt. I need Daft Hell. No, that the big Daft, tongue. Daft, it, Daft no. Einstein, man. Absolutely. Daft Einstein. <laughs> you know, people always so always call. say uh, that he failed maths, but he didn't. People are always like, oh, Einstein failed maths, but he didn't. That's just people who failed maths. I, I, I used to say that because I failed maths, but... Uh, I, it's, like, it's the same as the uh, Bill Gates dropped at a school and all that, and you're just like... Oh, it's, just to make, Bill Gates, it's just to make people feel better about yeah, their lives, to be honest. Bill Gates was actually just really smart. <laughs> always, he was always <laughs> smart. He was destined for this shit. You, you are not. It wasn't the drop at a school that made him a genius. <laughs> it was yeah. being born a genius. I was thinking, where's, where, what's like a prime location? We, oh, mate, in fact, we can't get that away, could we? What What's the prime location for the next high rise? What's the next set of five? So many good high rises in Glasgow. It would have been so good to do like the Red Roads before before they went down uh, or something yeah. like Pull that. Up you know? Shouldn't accommodation start getting a rivalry with that shouldn't? Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, it's good. There's so many ways you could go really with it. Uh, um, you were going to come to Springburn. You were going to come to Bulgary Hill. And, uh, Here, see, see before that, Erin yeah. was like that. Mind I put it in that chat? Like uh, she was like, she, she was yeah. not. She was like, where? She was like, where? Where are you filming the high rise thing? And I was like, eh. then I read that it was like Balgley Hill or something. She was like, she was like, really? And I was like, aye. And she was like, somebody's gonna do something to use them there. Sean, the voice noted me as well. He's like, mate, I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure about this Balgley Hill or not. I think, mate, everybody was against it. It's where I'm fit. Uh, I thought the Gorbals one was probably rougher than. I don't really know that. It won't be. It won't be. But you'd be alright if I was there, know what I mean? Because <laughs> I, I was shooting Springburn Park the, uh, the other day. And Springburn like Park fucking, is fucking beautiful. It's lovely, I, isn't it? Mate, I stand by Springburn Park so much. Mate, it's, that, not, uh, it's nothing on Canby. Mate, Canby's Land Public Park. What's the name of the thing in the middle? <laughs> Springburn Park, I've been in both, mate. You've been in Canby, Canby's Land Public Park. Shout out to all the Canby boys out there. Poppy Park, where it's in. One of the most underrated parks in the <laughs> what's city. What's the name of the thing You've thing actually said that to me before. I'm passionate. I'm riled up now. What? The, the, the greenhouse? We burnt that down when we... Aye. It's, it's, it's been burnt down like hundreds of times. That beautiful yeah. park, I we burnt it down. <laughs> fucking hell. It's nice though. Like, we burnt it down. You climb up on that platform. You climb up on the thing. My pal fell off. It's what he don't. I'm stealing. What are we even talking about with yeah. the, the flats now? Oh, next location, man. Next location. I don't know. There's so many to no, pick man. from. Also, uh, we need to think of a new angle because we've climbed the flats before. We need to now make it. I don't know. See, like, see, just sort of things like that. I suppose. As you put it, it's like a mockumentary. Is that like your favourite sort of thing to film, do you think? No, my, my favourite is a doc, is like an actual documentary right. that's just weird as fuck. Like the sidekick I like, one? I like to be like in a situation and be like, where the fuck am I? Like, right. how, did, how did my life get me to the point where ah. I'm in this room and this is fucking weird? Like, yeah, I, I like that. You filmed like all the weird things in Scotland now. I like, I like, I'm running that's out. kind of thing, innit? You're like the Louis Theroux of Scotland. The weird, the weird guy. Yeah, mm -hmm. the, weird the, the problem is though, like the only way to get money to make shit in Scotland is the BBC, 
and quite often I'll pitch stuff and they're like, nah, it's too... Give me some ideas of stuff you've pitched that they've said, no. There's a shit man, I wanted to do a thing on a nudist beach where I would be naked. And they were like, no. There was a thing, you know the wolf pack hunters? There was a few times I tried to get stuff like... Oh. Like, the wolf pack hunters and stuff like that and I phoned a woman from them and she was like kind of interested or whatever but she said they were, they were already doing some stuff but you were going to hunt you were, you were going to hunt the wolf pack hunters <laughs> hunt, hunt, hunt with the wolf pack hunters I thought you were going to like turn the tables kind of well, like, well, the hunters become may, the hunting. maybe turn the tables in the sense that I I mean this is a bigger conversation right but like I, f- I feel like when I watch it it's really fucked up yeah uh, I don't it's, it's not right and it's not really, really it like it makes me feel really uncomfortable but at the same time obviously being a was bad. We need we need a more like civilized way of going about casting. I mean. These mad neds, ah, like, yeah. you fucking daft, you know. Like yeah. you're like right, oh, Just, like generally, like I think that the world right now is quite I don't know, like revenge, kind of like vigilante justice, especially with like cancelling and stuff. And that also makes me feel a wee bit uncomfortable, even if someone's done something like wrong. Mm-hmm. I th- I always look at that and I'm like. Ah, this is a wee bit. It's weird, like normal people taking it into their own hands, like yeah, yeah. But obviously they're, they're doing a good thing. Ah, really, that's but, the thing. Like, like you don't want to talk against it as if you like don't want these people to get aye, caught. Like, but it's just like the way. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like they're not doing it because it's no, they're not getting caught. But, 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 <laughs> I, but I suppose that is the reason. Aye, maybe yeah. we just need to put them through training, some but, sort of. <laughs> Training, train the wolf pack trainers. <laughs> I like, like, know how those people like. I, when I was in uni, there's a few people that come in. They're like, oh, I know all this. I just need the bit of paper. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, people yeah, say yeah. things like that. I can do all this shit. I just need the bit of paper. <laughs> so I've, I've, back I've, to my work that I've been in twenty years. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, we could offer that service to the wolf pack hunters. I like you know what you're doing. And like, t- treat. Yeah, I've already hunted twenty. Man, I'm basically a police officer <laughs> at this point. So I've got 20 bodies at this point. Like, <laughs> they, could, they could have teardrops for every, <laughs> every, every 10. Like, every 10. You'd have a face full of teardrops. Some of them are I legends mean. in the game. Um, no, but I seen one the other day that was like, they were making a short pair. A really, not, what do you call really small people? It's a PC term for... A little person. A little, a little yeah. wee people. Um, can we, can mate, you just say little? <laughs> it was making one of the. You translate it into Scottish? Ah, for the trips, not I mean. <laughs> for the boys who escaped that. <laughs> no, if I'm making him kick his own head, no, like. Oh, aye, I see. And they're that. like, all right, if you do that, we'll let you go, not. And he's like, ah. See, that, be, that is like beyond That's, the point of what the whole purpose of what? this is. Like, Wait, sorry, I'd missed that. It's a it's a little person that they've caught. They think is a a beast, right? So they're on the they're on live or whatever, and they're like. <laughs> Right, kick your head, kick yourself in the head, because obviously that's a like a mad thing people make. And I don't even get the amusement now. Well, but he goes like that. Right, I'm not being funny, anything, mate. Like, can you kick your head? And he's trapped with his pal, and he's gone. Mate, I'll oh. let you go if you do it once more. Please do it for his bro, not. And then he does it, and he goes right five more times, and he does it five times. And he's like, no, twice, not. Does it again, that's and he just goes. You're not going anywhere. You're fucking. <laughs> See, that's so that's like that's the exact line, man. That's the fucking line. So that's not justice. That's just a guy. Getting fucking abused. Like, uh, that's like, deservedly, kind of. Well, but here's the thing: like, it's, no, it's, it's no their position to uh, like enforce yeah, that. So you like, gather the information, just give it to the police. Uh, and go, if look. that's your sole purpose, uh, if that's your sole purpose to like stop them, then catch them, keep them there, and fucking till the police come. You've uh, done your job, brilliant. But that's obviously after yeah. they'll learn that at the training course. It's also, uh, it's just not good. I don't think it's right for you to like enjoy punishing people you know what I mean mm-hmm. we should do it because it's the right thing to do not uh, because we get boss. some sort of buzz out uh, of like or doing it taking for them down or like yeah kind of do you know what I mean? Like video night and try to be funny and then stuff like that. I like to get vi- I being funny it- about something the, the serious thing in the world. Like, uh, you know what I mean? And then I end up bizarre. feeling bad for the 
people and I'm like no this is like obviously I think what you're doing is evil but, but then I watch the video and I go ah it's a twisty sort of made me sympathise with the guy mm -hmm. who's a fucking is that no you're a filmmaker is that no what really good filmmakers Wait, do well he, that's the reason that came up is <laughs> there's a there's one thing I pitched and I don't even know if I should say this on the thing because there's a thing the thing. Uh, the thing the podcast there's a thing called virtuous <laughs> which are basically like people that come out and go look I'm a I don't want to hurt children I've can, seen can somebody help oh, me and I think yeah what can you do it's fucked up because it's actually a very ethical thing to do to say look mm -hmm. I really don't want children to be hurt by the evil that's in my brain mm -hmm. and I don't think Choose to be because you're no born no. going off. You don't choose. You don't uh, born and like pick out pick what you're attracted so to. So then right? you think you look at that. This is such a weird it's talk. Such a, a mad horrible, conversation. But then horrible, that horrible. morally, what do you do? Because you've aye, got somebody. Aye, but we can just talk uh, about it. Morally, like you've got somebody doing the right thing who's got something that they didn't choose that's fucked up about themselves. Aye. What do you do? Do we I'm, help I'm them? Do, we... do you know what I used to say? Right, and my sister pure said like you're just so naive and you think everything's perfect and all that. Like it, she was like your mad worldview is so bad because like I was like. Obviously, they shouldn't kill them. Like they should be sent places to help do this and get, get them better and all that. And I was like, they don't deserve to die and all that. My sister was like, but you're just imagining the world pure perfect. Like these guys just going away, getting all fixed and coming back no, out. I mean, it's uh, pure but but, but you just wouldn't let. Look, I watched like a Louis Theroux documentary, and it, it was that. It's like a facility in America where I've seen the one, yeah. yeah, they can go. They can go and like it's like instead of just jailing them, they try and like it's like rehab almost, and they try and like. Tr Fucking kick the p out them, but you can't. It's like you reform. can't change. Why was it yeah, reform? But you can't. You like you can't reform. Okay, you know, is it not just neurological? Like, that's what know. I mean. It's like born the way the way that you're straight. I can't make you like you change that about yourself. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think I've made him give it. He does call me handsome a lot. You're a handsome man, it, mate. You're a handsome man. Um, but anyway, you can't change it. Mm. I spoke to a woman a wee while ago who worked in a, a, a fucking prison slash hospital thing um, with them for years, and she was like, "You can't. It's just in you." So is it like is the most ethical kind of thing today? Just send them an island or something Mate, and just leave them there? I've thought that too. I don't know, but you, but also you're thinking like, who is it? That, I don't know. There's no answer. <laughs> is the thing that's fucked up about it. But I think that's interesting. I think if I think if we sit long enough, we'll come up with a solution. <laughs> I but something else you made um, and I actually watched it last night. You, I don't know if it was it your idea to like go and see the people who like deal with dead bodies and all that. Oh, yeah, right. that was my idea. I had this weird, um, I had this year right when I was really scared of dying. I don't know what it was right, but I was just getting really anxious about dying. So I thought right, I fuck it, I want to go see a dead body and like I don't know. I'm just really that was the scariest thing to me to see dead people. So I was like fuck it, I'll go and see some dead people. So I pitched. To BBC Three to make this like. I'll oh, use, use my job to get there. That's how I do everything, man. Like, <laughs> I just go. I want to do this. How do I make that work out so that I end up doing it? That's cool. So um, I found, I've ended up finding this funeral director who was like really sound and was like, "Yep, you can do it." And I went the day before and I was like chatting to the two girls I was filming with and I went, "Look, I've actually never seen like a dead guy. Uh, could you show me one just so I don't fucking freak out tomorrow? Like, because I don't know, I don't know if my brain can handle it yet." Aye. So they were like, ah, you went through. So like, they would go through and she fucking opened this cupboard up and there was a guy at eye level sitting up, which is so fucked up because, you know, even just sitting down, you you move. Imagine someone doing a half sit up, but like totally still like a fucking like cup, like no movement, inanimate object. And it fucking hit me so hard, man. I felt my body go all tight and like, oh and man. Was, was he already done up now? Like, no, no, he was just in. Shows, like, no, he, like, He's in pocket, man. So anyway, so the next I, mean, I was filming yesterday 
No, no, sorry, not yesterday. I was filming the next day um, when they take them from like their state they come into into the uh, like when they're they're looking nice basically. And when you see them when they first take the blanket off them, man, it's pretty pretty wild. Like, is it a smell? No, man. It's like honestly, like fucking. <laughs> Like mad contorted bodies like that, like skin no way. in here. Their eyes are all open like that, but they're all like the skin goes all tight because all the moisture goes away, so they're like dried a wee bit. It's pretty, it's pretty fucked. I mean, that guy like that in Coat Bridge yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Coat Bridge means like, man. The work exactly they do though like is it. unbelievable, man. Like they fucking, they suck out. Do you to tell you what they do? Yeah, tell me. They take a big stick, right, which is like a vacuum or a knife in the end, and nice. they shove it in here and they suck out all the guts, blood, piss, and shit, right? Like the smell that comes out of a dead person, like rotten shit and flesh, is like something that is burned <laughs> yeah, in them my soul, shit. man. Like, because when, when you die, you're full of piss and shit, basically, right? And that, and your stomach contents goes in that fucking jar. And I don't know what they did with the jar afterwards, man. But like, making a some, candle, some guy keeps it. Deet deet cunt candle. So then they cut your arteries here, and they put um, from thermaldehyde in it. Yeah. Um, to preserve the body so that all goes through all the veins and then they start to kind of look a bit more human um, oh, and you like see them becoming more human I think oh. it's even weirder I think it's even weirder seeing them done up and dead that, that was my <laughs> the, the thing when we said we were going to talk about this that was the main thing I wanted to say I think it's strange it's that weird that we why do don't be a dead body I've never seen a relative like all my relatives just like I don't know, we, they got cremated Close or whatever. Or, and my uncle was like buried, but we never looked at him. I guess we I've never, I've never done um, that either. I don't know, I kind of, like, because I've never been in that situation really. But I, being dead? I, no, I had somebody <laughs> heavy close to me that's like, I would want to see them again. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So I couldn't really comment on it, but I don't think I would. It's I don't not, think I'd even be when you see them done up, it's not you don't, like right. You don't want like you want to remember them being alive. You don't want to remember their dead body with their best clothes totally on, still, their yeah. hair done in yeah. that. Yeah. But it's I, quite the way they do it though. It's quite sweet because they're like doing the hair and like, oh, this is nice and like doing the nails. Aye, uh, uh, watching <laughs> watching the video. It's on it's on YouTube, isn't it? I, yeah, I, I think it's on, on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I it's very weird because it does. And fair play to the women that do it because I mean somebody's got to do it. Aye, no, I mean, you loved it. I mean, there, was one, there was one guy though, man. The last guy they brought out was like he'd been dead for a while. <laughs> they brought him out right and see when you die, gas forms in your stomach and it starts to expand. And so he was like massive, right? <laughs> and he was blue, right? Oh I swear God. in my life. And, and they go, we need one? to let the gas, <laughs> we need to let the gas out, right? And I was like, well, I mean, she stabbed him in the stomach. I thought he was going to explode, right? And I swear to, like, I actually flinched, and they were like taking the piss out of me. Oh my God! The smell, the smell that came out of him, man. Deep like, person pattern. I fucking, <laughs> I was getting flashbacks honestly for like six months to the smell. I think I'd smelled it, and I'd like wake up in nightmares and shit. Is it like mad, like? You can't Is explain it. Really it. bad farts? No. No, it's it's like man, it's like it's weird. It's almost like evolution-wise, there's like a thing in your brain that says like when you smell it to like freak out because like uh, you need to be away from like dead bodies as bad. Oh, like a, an instinct. Yeah. Right. So it's this thing when you smell and it honestly, as soon as it, went, you it went in my nose, it was like my body was like no bad. This is like alarms were like going off. It's mm -hmm. really do you, weird. So can I ask, do you now fear death any less? Oh man, I felt amazing coming out. Really? Because I'd looked at the the thing that I was most scared of was like dead people. And I came out and I was like, I fucking just did that. Mm -hmm. And I, I was freaking out every now and then about the smell. But like, I just, if you go in and look at something that you're objectively terrified of mm -hmm. and then handle it and then come out, you, uh, you just, it, it made me feel a wee bit invincible for like Oh, because you're year. like, oh, it's not that bad. Yeah. Uh, Fuck it. Get to get, get all my best nice. clothes it's back. Like they were dead, but like it was just like oh, I've been looked after, and and also 
it was quite nice to see how empty they were, if that makes sense. Like, I was like, oh, they're not... That's not a dead person. That's, like, an empty shell of... Really? What so, might, right, so could, you, could you, like... It sounds daft, right? The only dead thing I've ever seen is my old dog. Oh. R.I.P. But did um, it look anything like your dog? No. It was just, like... I don't, like... You You can see the life has gone for it. Yeah. It's weird. Because you've never seen anything that still before, Mate, so... Uh, it just isn't scary. It's just an empty... I knocked a pigeon in once, right? <laughs> well, Good. <laughs> fuck pigeon. No, I knocked a pigeon in once, right? And it was like, my neighbour, like a few of those didn't seen me and done, pick her up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. <laughs> what, as if you were doing like a hit and run? <laughs> pigeon, like, you just got to leave that there in front of my house and that. I was, at, I was like 17, I just passed a round test. I was like, ah. Right, you got a bag or something, <laughs> mate? And then she was like, I and she came out with a bag and I was like, ah, and went to pick it up. And it was actually like, now you're saying about being pure stiff and weird. Yeah. I, like, you could have did that and lifted it up with one wee bit. Yeah, no, I mean, it's pure just, like uh, that, man. It was a weird feeling thing. It's wild, man. There is yeah. something very, like, even what you're saying, like, even just seeing, like, a dead bird and all that on like, a, like, a pigeon being running on that. I think, do you think that's, like, the instinct that we've, the fear of death that we've got? Just get like, away oh, from whatever's killed them and shit. It's probably that, I don't know. I didn't expect it, but as soon as I seen it, I weird brain stuff started going on. What are you? Who are you scared of? Minute face. I'm, I'm scared of, I'm really scared of, sound, no, I'm scared of drowning, man. Like, that is Me. my worst. I used to have, I used to have this same dream where... I was in the swimming up at like where my local like where the, we go that it's uh, Eastfield 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 lifestyle or something's called, um, and like I'd be in the swimming pool and then there would be see like a cover for a pool but it would be this big oh, plastic no. cover but it was like it would come down like the full size You're of the pool and that. it would come down and it was just slowly closing like down and I used to have that same dream yeah, I think mate, I've got like I think it's, it's, I'm scared of like mad open body, bodies of water now when there's just nothing else or like yeah. see when like if you look down now something I like see the mad big caverns and that in the, in the ocean that you see and it's like they just keep going mate, and sharks fuck, see, really see, see sharks. what you're saying that like I used to get uh, sleep paralysis like all the time right yeah. and I see one time I, now you're in a like, lucid dreaming and Sometimes you're in control of it and you're like, you're at, like, so you're dreaming, right? So once I popped out of my body, right? And I was just like flying about my room, right? And then I, I went out, my window was open and I went out my window and see what you're saying, like a big open body of water oh, no. with nothing in it. My house was just floating in that and it was like, oh, like the ocean, like see the way, if, if you, I, it was, it was wow. crazy, mate. I'm so scared of that shit, mate. Uh, yeah, it's I, actually a phobia called thalassophobia. And do you know what my pals do? See, well, it's Scofie and that, and my cousin Marco and Inc. Sarah does it still, my, my sister. Um, just send me pictures of shit and see when I see it's navy. I just go out and don't, because it's like wow. they've looked up this phobia. It's called thalassophobia or something. I feel like shit like that might, like, this is very evil, but like, See, like, say, like, one of your ancestors drowned or something. Jinx I, like, I think shit like that's real. I think that's why we're, that's like, cool scared of, like, certain yeah. things. Like, maybe, like, a spider killed, like, one of your fucking... Aunt, and that's why people are really scared of spiders. Like, maybe yeah, my so ancestors cool. were attacked by multiple pigeons, mate. Uh, that's why are you scared of pigeons? Fucking hate them. Your yeah. ancestors were attacked by multiple dead people. Aye. Zombies. <laughs> oh, to be fair, all my ancestors did die. <laughs> Honestly, mate. <laughs> 
<laughs> like what this, that's fucked up in it that everyone well, even the ones e- every single one of them died Fuck. in the end yeah. oh my so, God. Great, mate. so you might die I, mean, I, I, I swam in a place that you would fucking hate mate it was uh, in Mexico there's these things called cenotes which are like caves that go fucking deep like, mm. like far in and, um, and people nope. used to, like the Aztecs used to sacrifice like virgins in them and put nice. gold down them just to like for like gods and shit Aye. but if you like you can look down and it's just like caves that go on for fucking oh, ever fuck man. Yeah, man have you ever seen a video of the cave um what do you call them like the people that go look for caves or cave hunters cave hunters is that the cave pack hunters <laughs> the cave pack hunters um <laughs> i like uh, getting stuck in wee tiny bits of oh, that size oh, and it's oh, all like in the waters up running on their head oh, and that and they're no, getting no, pushed no. out for the bottom and that it's the worst imagine that like you're filling up evan, evan you heard the hoodies what? I found this mad website, mate, and it's got hundreds and hundreds of hoodies and t-shirts. Wait, what? I know it's mad, mate. Say that again. Hoodies. H O. Is that Spanish? I might be actually. A hoodie. A hoodie. A What is it? It was just this thing called Collection Twenty Six. Was it? Right. Okay. Talk me through it. What? What is? Can you break down what a hoodie is? So a hoodie. Is a hoodie? Am I saying it right? It's kind of. It's kind of a jumper. You know, a jump like a jumper, a t-shirt. Is it kind of like exactly what you're wearing right now? Oh, fuck, yeah. oh my <laughs> god! It's Collection 26! Oh my god, so it is. Oh my goodness, guys. Have you seen this shit? <laughs> collection 26. They've been here for day one. Keep holding it and don't say it, right? They've been here from day one. We love them. I would take a bullet for Collection 26. And if you need to buy anybody a Christmas present, buy them this right now because it's amazing. And I just learned what this was today, so. Mm-hmm. When you're at the checkout, always use the code. What's the code, Jamie? Uh, R-E-I-L-L-Y-S-G-A-F-F. You were mad nervous. <laughs> that <laughs> was crazy nervous. Never like, on the spot like every, light, every letter, you were like, I'm going to fuck this uh, up. KX4. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> but aye, guys, go and visit them. Go to the description, their website, and, and all that will be there. And use the code Riley's Gaff. Get you some money off. Cheers. I just wanted to, I just wanted to talk about something me me and the guys down at Miles and Co Barbers were talking about and we were actually discussing guys the logistics of the reverse fade. You ever thought about the reverse fade? I have not, mate. So you start bald right and then it fades out to like longer hair down at the bottom. Oh like like the old guy thing. Right? I like the old guy haircut but gone in and actually but it's faded. Oh right. Would you think about that? Kinda, it's kind of sick. Your hair's obviously sick right now, but... Um, I've got the love heart, too. The love heart, the devil's hornet. The devil's hornet. <laughs> the devil's bee. The spring burn ferret, that's what they call that. Um, so, I guys, we you know, we love Miles & Co here. If you want your hair a, a bit like mine, go there. If you don't, if you wanted to look at JV's, don't go there. So, yeah. Go on uh, and ask for the Jamie. You'll get that. <laughs> go and ask for the Devil's Hornet, and that's what you'll receive, guys. But get down there, no seriousness. Campbell, uh, most gentle hands in the the West End. Um, Ryan, as I said before, he's got huge horns, like huge, huge, big, <laughs> massive, freakishly. Big like, see that they big Hulk horns that used to get? Mm-hmm. Oh, Hulk smash. How does he even cut your hair? That I sounds just, like a nightmare. It's like, I, you just, like, the fingers like that and go <laughs> <the> <laughs> Wow, that's Two crazy. If you want to see that in real life, get down to Miles & Co. And as always, if you're booking through the Books app, write in the notes, Riley's gaff, you'll get money off. If you're booking through the f- telephone, like the old-fashioned way, well, it's not really old-fashioned, walk-in's old-fashioned way, isn't it? Even if you're walking in, whatever you're doing, when you're sitting in that chair, about to get your haircut, go, oh, by the way, I've seen you on Riley's girl hat, and then you'll get money off your haircut. Simple as that, you guys.
Cheers, troops. Cheers. Jamie, I really need some money and I need it right fucking now. What would you do about that? I would... I, I don't know. You can look in, like, see vending machines like, in the wee boat, but I do that sometimes. And you 20, can rob a house. But you shouldn't do that because that's illegal and um, so immoral. What would we do? You should join Investor Watch UK. That's what you should do. Guys, now a lot of people are moving into this sort of direction of their life. They don't want to go and work a nine to five job. They don't want to fucking have a boss. They want to be free, free to live their life with the funds. And how can you do that? Join Investor Watch UK. You got a bit of money aside. You're thinking, hmm, I've saved up a bit of money. I want to try and prolong this money. I want to expand this money. I want to add to this money. Get involved with Investor Watch UK. And with us, what are we getting, Jamie? Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, I think they get a month free. A month free? And correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure they've got four contributors to the website. Four contributors with multi-six-figure investments. <laughs> Are you listening to me right now? Six figures? You ever seen that in your bank? Doubt it. Six figures. Some of you might. And if you have... Send me some money. Um, but yeah, guys, get involved. They're also in the giveaway, giving away a year's worth. That's worth about 500 £480. Oh. But we'll round it up to 500 and make it sound even better. We'll put a score in. But I check the description out. They'll add you to their Telegram group. They'll give you all the best advice. It's going to go swimmingly, guys. Proven track records. Thank you. See how you're saying like you had a, like, a fear of death and all that? Right. Obviously, you've done the Psychic documentary, right? Yeah. Which is fantastic, mate. Honestly, Brilliant. thoroughly enjoyed watching it. Fantastic. Um, was that, like, were you a bit freaked out by that as well when you went Man, in? That was, that was a bit wild because I went in kind of having pretty negative views towards psychics because I don't really believe in the afterlife so I'd, I kind of thought it was a bit fucked up that people would ever claim that they could do that but I ended up the, the psychic that I met I met in a restaurant in Motherwell the first woman um, the first woman yeah so I just had a breakup and I was feeling like really shite and this woman just like kind of struck up a conversation with me and she was like are you alright and I was like no <laughs> like she just knew and she was like yeah and I'm a psychic like so I was like, in my head, it was like, oh, yes, documentary, that's fine. So I went to our house, and honestly, like, what happened in our house was like, fucking, yeah, okay. wild, man. Like, I'll never forget it. I cried for like two hours straight in this woman's living room. And I'm not, not like a big crier, but she just like hit something. It was like therapy. Unbelievable. Right. And I came out being like, that might not have been real, but I don't even give a, I don't give a fuck if that was real. That was just an amazing experience that I needed. That's something a lot yeah. of people need and like totally. Like I just them. I'd had a breakup and my granny had just passed away. It was really close to my granny, and she m brought the, my granny into the room and made me feel it just for a bit. Did you really feel like something was oh, there? Man, it was like I mean, she just said these unbelievably accurate things about right. that. She was like, "A granny's here. Can I give you a hug from her?" She hugs me. I'm like fucking crying. Oh it started so she was like talking away and then she just went, "Your granny, like she's here," and I was already like, "This is." This is. I was a bit angry. I was like, "This is like hey, fucked up, up territory." Because if you get this wrong, this is going to really upset me. And then she just went, "We Tom plays guitar, and we Tom Tommy. is what my granny called my brother Tommy, who is a professional musician." And from then on, it was just like hit after hit. She told me about my sister's wedding and shit, and like really weird specific stuff that only my granny knew. Unbelievable. Don't know how she did it. Um, and then she and I just came out feeling unbelievable. Did you feel like a weight had lifted off you? Aye. It's just like because even when you're like you just death generally like I don't know if it's like young guys or just like or anyone like you just I don't know I don't know if we grieve properly like these days especially if you're not really religious or you don't I don't know I don't feel like there's a set way of grieving and people, I feel like I didn't do that people are less like reflective and all that as well exactly, I don't yeah. think about how they're feeling we ignore death uh, but it's not really a, a thing that you think about 
I think that's why I was freaked out by it because I've never really discussed it. Mm-hmm. So getting a stranger to talk about even the bits when she wasn't being a psychic, just to listen to me talk about my granny and like give me a hug, is a really weird, unusual experience. Like, when's the last time you cried by a stranger? Nah, never. Like, never. so coming out, I was just like, "Fuck, man, I got it out." I just like, That's I needed to I do that, and I needed to like, I had a breakup too. I needed to complain about it and like have someone who wasn't part of it. Aye. You know, that so, t- so like, even if it is like fake. Yeah, it still but, but is it fake? Like feeling Aye. anything is is real. I like what is real then? What yeah. is fake? Aye. You know what I mean? So then I went to I went to her show like a week later, and I saw her. I I think honestly saved somebody's life. Somebody was suicidal. She had an, a moment with the person that was really beautiful, like unbelievable. Um, and I just thought I don't really give a fuck if that's like fake because that it's guy supernatural or no was didn't want to be here and now he does mm-hmm. um so that is like the realest thing you can do isn't it? yeah Aye, she seemed lovely that woman man Aye. so there's more in the documentary that i wanted to put in and I ended up actually kind of fighting with the bbc a wee bit because obviously they can't be seen to like promote psychics and neither I, i'm not promoting it i don't think it's real i don't believe in the afterlife but uh fuck me man it's it's worth a go if you're mm-hmm. in like it's a really good documentary. Isn't it? I think it's good. It might be good for people who are really struggling to grieve, like with grieving, yeah. and like maybe like I, there's nothing in me that like I feel like is tormenting me about like a certain dead person or anything like that. So I don't have any, any interest. But there's obviously some people who lose loved ones suddenly and never. I just want to talk to them one more time and see what yeah. like. And if if someone can even just make them feel like that, I mean, jo- job done. It's, even if yeah. it. But then, how the fuck can they just do it? Like my mum, I was taught, I was telling, uh, I was telling my mum that she was like, "Who's on this week?" I was telling her, and I was like, "Oh, I done this documentary about psychics and all that." And then um, she was saying, "Do you know what's funny? Like I was sitting, I don't know where she was sitting, and I, in an airport or something." She said she didn't even know she was pregnant yet, right? And she was like, "You couldn't have tell, like she would have been able to tell her body was different than that, couldn't tell at all." And a woman came up to her, and she was like, um, don't know if she offered her a free hanger. She was like, she's the same thing as you just come up to her. And she was like, um, so I'm born December 15th. And so obviously that would have been like well months before that. And she was like, you're going to have a really good Christmas this year. And she was like, what? And she's like, you're going to have a baby this year. It's going to be the best Christmas ever. And she was like talking about obviously her being pregnant with me. And she had no idea she was pregnant. Right. So how the fuck did she know that? It's un- unbelievable. It's beautiful. And might be real, might not be real, but your mum had this amazing little Think how, think, yeah. like, think so, like, yeah. think about this though, right? The chances, right? I'm not saying it's real, but think about how slim the chances are that you can walk up to someone who doesn't even look pregnant and tell them they're going to have a baby at Christmas time and they actually do and they don't even know yes. they're pregnant yet. Know, like, the chances of that are so slim, you're like... Um, uh, so, like, I was thinking back on the, the, the experience I had and I was like, right, what could have been Googled or what, or what could have been guessed? And the last thing she said to me, right, was... Um, what's going on with your, your best pal on a tangerine? Like, what's that about, right? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, your granny's laughing about your best pal on a tangerine. So fucking specific. Like, what the, like who's got a fucking story with her granny on a tangerine? Ah, can you just my best pal's this guy, Craig, and he steals tangerines from my house. It's like a weird running joke, right? Because th- <laughs> there's a football next to my mum's door. He always tries to steal tangerines, right? And my granny fucking loved this guy. Uh, and that's it. It's just Aye. like your best that's pal, your granny on a tangerine, and you're just like, How? really weird... Like, see the thing is this is what I always say with this shit and I say it on the deep fried as well it's like if all the shit that's happening right now can happen it, like we just don't question it because it's that's all we know like yeah. we're human you've got two arms and Aye. the air and the sky and the grass like how can how can we totally write all that shit off like oh no that's Matt just because we can't do it yeah. we think I, no one can do it you know what I mean 
I have a theory about it, which is that I don't th- necessarily necessarily think it's psychic. However, I think human beings can sense more about each other than. It's empathy in it. It's it's empathy. It's super empathy. She's, yeah. she's just an incredibly empathetic, empathetic person. And that's weird looking to uh, like people. That's weird looking in two thousand and twenty one. Like people that are like that. But people who take you know acid I mean? say the same thing when they or like do mushrooms. They feel this instant fucking connection. connection. To everything, mate. And mushrooms weirdly connect trees and, and send information. Like there's a thing about. Aye. Um, Aye. Well, we only use like a certain part of our brain, don't we? But is that not true? Yeah, it got debunked. So what, we use 100% of our brain? 80 or something. But not, not all of it's conscious though, but your brain, every, every, every uh, part of it's doing do you know shit. What, do you know what happened like no, to me no long ago that I pure thought about this? Like now you're talking about like transferring like energy and all that. See like, or like your consciousness. See, when I was in Five Guys, right? The, <laughs> Sorry. The, <laughs> the, guy, the guy had like, see my order was like 31, right? Uh, or 32, mine was right? And the guy was about to shout out, and I was like, he's got my order there, and he was about to shout out 32, I thought. So I had my mad answer loaded, I was just going to go, cheers, mate, like and walk away, right? But then there's a lass in front of me, and he goes, 31, and I was like, and she goes, oh, yes, I cheers, and all that. And he goes, no bother, there you go. And you could pure see it, like, and I was like, see if I went under and cheers, probably would go, no bother, mate. Aye, but Pure transferred, you, Aye, like, it hit him. Aye. I think it's like the same, like, if any of ever worked in, like, a shop, like, just, like, retail, what, aye, like, aye. so, like, See when like a, a nice customer comes in and they're pure happy, you have a brilliant date. Like you can feel it in your body. Aye, like mate, whoa, aye, like, the energy's so aye. important, man. You can like totally change somebody's day. Aye. Like, as you can. Th- <laughs> 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 oh, that was weird. Aye, aye, that that was we were all, weird. all contemplating mate, what you no, said. No, I think we were all talking, but we were all telepathically talking. Uh, oh, in agreement. This is fucking mad. You know, Steve O from Jackass. This is like we like Steve O. Obviously, like he's a fanny, right? But he's he said something that fucking changed my view on shit, which is that because we all think of ourselves as like projecting consciousness, like we are the the conscious being, right? And we can connect to each other. But he was like, mate. What if all of the all of the consciousness is out there and we are like radios fucking programming in there? Mm-hmm. So we're all joined onto the same thing. Yeah, that's DMT. That's like DMT connects. So people, so people fucking who take DMT say the same thing. So I'm like, wait, like, uh, why, why couldn't it be like that? Because you're just assuming that you're important and you're the transmitter. But like, uh, what, what if you're not? What it's, if it's? Is that like it's called oneism or something? Like, there's a mad religion about it. It's just like everybody's all just got one consciousness. Yeah. Little studies that, like, see in LA. There's a group called the Terence something Foundation, right? And they do like yoga, big yoga things and that, right? So they did a thing that it was like 20,000 people in LA all did yoga at the same time. And then like for every day at a certain time, like for two or three weeks. And in that time span, like uh, crime fell like 60% in LA. And then everybody was doing the yoga. No, but like there was like fourteen million people. I know something. I mean, and then like see when there's a boxing match on, it goes up sixty percent when that's in your consciousness. I'm I'm reading a book now called Think. Right, Um, I've read it before, but it's about um, your your instinctual reactions to things. Right, and one experiment they did is they uh, they got people to think about being a professor for 20 minutes and then they play Trivial Pursuit and the guys who think about smart shit are just the idea of being a professor get 10% better <laughs> results so the idea of like a boxing match and, and violence being put into your head Aye. people become more violent or like if you got you get people to watch stuff that has old people in it they walk out of the room slower because your brain wow. gets it's absorbing absorbing like, everything uh, and and, to, and trying to get you to react in the appropriate way I suppose that's a bit like uh, say like you go uh, say you 
you're in primary school and you've got your pals in primary school and then you go into high school and it's people from other schools and they're a bit tougher of it and they're there but you start acting like that because i suppose you just uh, maybe it's like to do with like absorbing like and adapting to your environment almost because we're very like adaptable yeah. as humans do you know what i mean but i think empathy is a really uh one of the m- most important and one of the most lacking things right now because of the internet you know you have you noticed when you're driving a car it's so easy to get road rage and shout at the other guy because the other guy's in a car. You can't see uh, the person. Mm-hmm. If you know the guy, you're not going to fucking shout at him. But the guy, it's a faceless thing. Mm-hmm. And the internet does the same thing. And I think that the more separated you get, the easier it, easier it is to get angry at each uh, other. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's easy to be nasty at each other yeah. as well. Like, you look, you look at TikTok as the worst for it, man. Look at the t- look at any video that's got a decent amount of views on TikTok, you will not see a video that's no got a hateful comment on it. Right. Like, at least one. And it will have no likes, and the guy will have no followers, and no be following anybody. It's just some guy raging at the world, just like, this wasn't funny, or right. this guy's an idiot. And it's like... Yeah. But I have... See, but you're talking about road rage. I have this theory about, like... I don't know if it's a theory I have, or I've read it somewhere. So I might just claim it, actually, unless yeah, something... Right. I, it's my theory, <laughs> right? So, like... See a lot of people, so see when you're coming back from work, right? You're more likely to like not let people buy and not let people out and that because you feel like you've gave your bit to the world that day and like yeah. you feel like you're owed stuff back. Right. But see if you're you're on your day off and you're driving about, you're a bit calmer because you've, I, I suppose a, a lot of it's to do with like the stress of being at work and that, but I've, there's something about like, see when I'm driving back for work and to, no to work, coming back for work, I'm more likely to be like, I'm going in front of this guy. But see, if I've been off, I'm like letting people buy that. I feel like it's like you feel like you've gave your hard work to the world and now that owes you, right. if you know what I mean. exactly right. But the, the weird thing is like, it's better for your brain to then go, I'm going to keep letting people out. Yeah, train but your brain. You don't do it. No. Like, if I'm in a bad mood, I don't do it. But the best way to get out of that negativity is to like put positivity into the world. Like how if you look at old people footage, you feel slow if you do happy things and like look at happy stuff mm-hmm. then you feel you get that back almost yeah it's mad mm-hmm. yeah well I, I i seen a guy write that exact thing you said put good things out into the world and get good things back but he had just been stabbed in the head four times no seven times um, it was like a wrestler, like see, like a small. Did he put some bad things out so, of the world. No, no. <laughs> this is like an innocent referee, right? Like that's just right, and it's like no, it's like an independent wrestling show in America somewhere, and it's like now, like a lot of them do, like they had hardcore shit, shit, light each other and fire, and all that it was one of these ones. But the guy, like, there must have been a planned bit where the ref was meant to get hit off a guy, and he has this mad blunt, like sharp, no, no blunt, like sharp object, and he's actually digging it into the guy's head, and there's like blood, but he's been banned for like he's not allowed to wrestle and all that, but that. Guy, that's the exact thing he said. Put, put good. I believe if you put good things out in the world, good things will come your way. And you just get fucking big dents and he said and all that. <laughs> but no, say I. I, I he, he's obviously meaning like for the future. Like, yeah. look, I'm just going to stay positive and right. things will work out. I'm an ish. But as you're saying, that's the best time to do that when you're in the worst situation. You know what I mean? I mean, I believe in fucking like manifestation almost. Like I don't really believe in it, but all the things that I've been like, I'm gonna do that. I want that. They've, they've started to mm-hmm. happen. Which is weird. I, I we we spoke about that obviously right. in Kaz's episode. I heard, I heard that in your episode, but I don't know if it's. I don't think it's necessarily like some sort of magical, mystical thing. I think it's if you have something in your brain all the time and consciously move towards it, then you you're going to do that. better. I I think it's uh, like a reminder. It's like a daily rem- it's yeah. a reminder in your head. But also, I think it's something weird about like, like so. This this is such a weird thing, right? To, 
do you ever think I don't even know if I'll be able to portray how weird it was right you ever just remember somebody for like you went to primary with just randomly just pop into your head and like no seen them in about 12 years like literally where don't like you don't have them on like any social media none of that you're like wonder where that person is there was a girl right I, I, I was thinking about that I don't even know she went to my high school I might have just just been my primary which is even well further back right and I was thinking about, I had, I've not seen this girl since I was in school whenever it was primary and I was thinking about her for like a day and see the next day I got on the train and I sat down and she was there uh, and it's like I didn't manifest that on purpose but it's almost like I think what you're saying is true it's like it's not a mad magical thing I think there's yeah. just shit that's going on that we're not aware of do you know what I'm thinking about that one but maybe it was like because you hadn't seen her in that long you'd pure forgotten about her but because you thought about her you noticed her you could no, have been sitting no, next to her like every day do no, you know what I mean no I would have, I would have seen her because I know Aye. who I, like no it, honestly it was fu- now that we are sitting on the train like because it's I notice every like see if I see some if I look at people I'll notice who they are or like I'll lo- I'm quite observant I kind of look at my surroundings Aye. it was so fucking weird literally and think about it literally on the same carriage the same train the seat across from me just I never seen her I never I just sat down and I looked across and I was like what the fuck man I did a weird sudden urge to just go did you pump her but I, that's not even like me <laughs> I don't know what that was I didn't, I didn't. Uh, I think, again sorry to mention the property boss I think after watching that I had him in my brain and was like I did you pump her channeling Alan Shields Big yeah. Did you tell her that? So when you seen her, did you go, here, I was thinking about you yesterday, how weird did yeah, that I swear I kind of wanted to, and I was I, like, I that, is, that would be the most insane thing ever. I, think I, I do that all the time, though, um, and I feel like people generally react well mm, when you, aye. like, hit them with a random piece of... Like, aye, like, oh, I had a dream about you, and, like, it's somebody that you bumped into, you know, seen yeah. in, like, five years, but I had a dream about you yeah. last night, how weird is that? I did a bit in the, sort of the like, office I'm working in now, um, uh, and, and it didn't go down well at all. Basically, like, I was making a cup of tea, right, uh, while I was editing, and I, in the, there's, they've got a box of, like, Lotus Biscoff biscuits, right? There was a guy I didn't know, and they were all broken, and I was raging, and I was like, did that bit about, somebody fucking snapped all the biscuits, because, like, <laughs> someone raging at their work snapped all the biscuits and then left me to, like, deal with this situation. Because it's a Dunkin' Biscuit, it's not, like, one you can mm-hmm. do snapped. Like, eh... <laughs> uh, and uh, I thought that was funny, and he just like nothing, you know. Uh, like, no one said. He was like, ah, oh, right. <laughs> but usually, if you no, do that, it would be pointless people... to snap all the biscuits. Like we're here at work. I, <laughs> this is yeah. But then You're I filed. Then I was editing later on. And I was raging. And I was like, fucking, I want to snap all those biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> you should now make a point of doing that. Maybe that's putting negativity into the world. Do you know what I mean? Snap the biscuit. Whereas me, it should be glued. What I could have done, I could have sorted all the nice full biscuits to the top, mm-hmm. and then I would have had a better day because yeah. I've, I've. I believe in that. I, I can I ask you something else if you believe in it? Right. Because I know you went and done a bit of it. Flat Earth. Flat Earth. Talk to me about the Flat Earth convention. The flat Earth, man. Um, so I, I made a documentary about the Flat Earthers. I fucking love Flat Earthers, man. <laughs> I think they're actually... Yeah, this the best, the best people. So fun, so interesting. And weirdly, not stupid. That's the first thing that people need to learn about the Flat Earth community is they're not idiots. It's weird, it's like... All conspiracies, and not even conspiracies, all political affiliations and whether they're right or wrong, left or right, like, play on the same things, right? People want to feel smart and part of a community, right? And if you're not smart and kind of, like, don't really have a community, Flat Earth goes, look, do you want to feel smart and have and have loads of new pals? Because <laughs> like that, because there's lots of things about the way the Earth is made made up that are quite hard to understand. And when people first 
hit me with the flat earth theory, I'd be like, oh, fuck, I don't actually have an answer for that. There's, like, some stuff that most people just don't know. Like, if a flat earther was sitting here, they would beat all of us in a debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's also things that, like, you can you can say, well, how come this then? And they've not got answers for as well. Rarely, man. Here's, here's the one GPS. thing. Here's the, pl- my, aye, the planes going... My, my old boss, right, and when I worked in the railway, he was, like... He was a flat earther, but he was the kind of guy you could show him a video for five minutes and he just would have believed kind of eating as long as it was edited <laughs> well and that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? A bit of serious music that behind it. But he was he would say things like, How come you look at the horizon? And it does. But I would I would always say to any flat earther, right? I'd be like, Why would they want to kid on that the earth was flat? What is in it so for people to believe? A few reasons, right? There's one oh, yes. some people think that the earth's actually a lot bigger than we think it is. So Antarctica keeps going. And they think there's other resources past that that are being managed, i.e. managing climate change and running out of oil to try and make us buy more. Mm-hmm. Um, another, uh, what's the other fucking the stock, reason? The stock market. They know, I've not heard that one, that. but mate, there's loads of like, no, it's basically about that control. What if the stock market? Like, if, if, if the other was flat, because they say shit about like just all this. Uh, this was in the radio. The stock I heard market this. always crashing. Oh, oh sorry, the other one is religious. Like, so a lot of people think because um, in the Bible in the Old Testament they mentioned the firmament, which is like a dome over mm-hmm. the earth, and uh, obviously that doesn't exist. And they think that making us feel like we're part of an infinite universe and we're infinitesimal, infinite. I can't say the words infinitesimally small. Um, makes us feel less important and less connected to God. Right. God is not real if, or at least the Old Testament God's definitely not real if the earth is round because right. it's not in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's, and in, in America is a religious thing. Wow. Yeah, so I thought mad. it was just a kind of like, I thought it was more oh, just a like, some guy kind of thought about it, made a video and then just everybody kind of hopped on it. But then yeah. you've also got um, me, a hollow earther. That's what I was, a god. Nah, I'm not, I'm not actually, I've but here, you know, like, I met a donut earther no, in, in America. So I went to the conference in Denver, they're all there. And I was chatting to this woman and she was like, I think that she, she's German. She was like, the earth is a donut field. It is a donut field. <laughs> yeah, like, see, anytime somebody says something in a German accent to you, you're like, I fucking believe so, you. So see, not. like all the German football managers, I they just shout, you're just like, this man. guy is going to do the job here. <laughs> Rather than new Man United managers, like, we're going to press. Got, that's a bit, that was a bit Asian there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I went really like East German there. I mean, that one gave me heart's mind. And it was like, maybe like the... The wee, like the hearts clop they know the same shit as I'm not like this guy knows football just because he's just pure shit. my techie teacher at school was a flat earther really? Aye. Aye. you're arguing with the class about it like that. you're arguing back <laughs> no. you're, what you got to do is send me to the no, I mean he master for arguing with a flat earther <laughs> 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 just make up something plant <laughs> drugs on you or something could you like um, could you act as a flat earther here like do you know enough about them now you've went and did that you could debate I know Aye. quite a lot yeah right so how come when a boat is going out of the horizon, you can stop seeing it? Um, well, it gets too far away. Here's the other the, the thing about that is that, it, um, like, you kind of don't see it go over. According to them, basically, if you look at a telescope, it just gets too smaller and smaller and smaller and just it disappears. Does it? And, well, the, I mean, I don't believe this, right? <laughs> but the what they would tell you is that you can see it from much further than you're supposed to. So um, the, what, the horizon's 14 miles away, something like that. So the idea is that, like, for example, the Ilsa Craig or certain islands. For example, you, I stood in Spain and I could see part of Africa, right? Yeah, yeah. Aye. How It's more than 14 miles away. How come Aye, I can see that's, it? That's mad, actually. Oh, because it's higher than higher. Confirmed. That's flat. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. I, I, no, but is it, I mean, what, is it high enough that, like, because it's way more than 14 miles, way more than 14 miles, right? 
So it has to be pretty fucking tall for any of it to peak up. You know what I mean? Right, he's convincing me now. <laughs> this is the thing, see, it's like with Hollow Earth, uh, there's a video, right? It's like been like shadow banned off YouTube, yeah. right? Like, see, when you say it, you literally need to go into the fucking channel and get it. Like, you can't search. Yeah. Even if you type out the full caption, you don't find it. But I, before we done the deep fried and I was talking about Hollow Earth and that on it, I was watching this video and I was like, Erin, I was like, watch this, right? Three minutes, it's a 27 minute video, three minutes in. I believe that. I'm like, Erin, <laughs> you need to kind of... Try two things that will make you believe the earth is flat. Right, that's really fucked up. So the week before I went to that conference in Denver, right? I filmed something for the Masons, right? This is genuinely true. Yes. I got a weird job, just random text, like, hi, can you film this? And they kept trying to negotiate me down on price. And I was like, nah, fuck it, I'm not going to do it. And then they were like, no, no, please do it. We'll pay, pay you the money. And I was like, right. So I do the job. And uh, a week later, I'm handing over the footage and he, he invited me to Kelvin Grove Art Gallery. I'm sitting having lunch with this guy. And he's like, ah, you know, the Masons built this. I'm like, all right, aye. <laughs> he was like, uh, he was like, do you want to be a Mason? And I was like, uh, aye, aye, maybe. Uh, <laughs> was this uh, more than your yes thing? Just wait, <laughs> I, was, well, I should never been asked to be amazing before. So I was like, fuck it, aye. I mean, maybe aye. I was like, do you know my dad's Catholic? And he was like, aye, it's fine. Uh, so anyway, he's like, aye, be amazing. I was like, mate, I'm going to America tomorrow. So just... Um, maybe you met a stone mason or something. <laughs> he literally, do you want to come and chop rocks up? Um, so he was like... Uh, mate honestly you'll love it you'll love it and I was like cool, you'll cool. Love it. you tell me about how because I travel a lot for work and he was like mate you'll love it There's places all over the place and I was like fuck maybe maybe I will be a mason Aye. so just a big club, I go to the it? fucking flat earth conference the next day and they're like it's a free mason conspiracy and I was like hang on a minute mate that's <laughs> you finding your purpose in life that's yeah. fucking wild isn't it and then the other thing that happened was like a couple of weeks later I was flying to uh, Italy to shoot something else to totally not flat earth related right I'm sitting on the plane, and the guy next to me pulls out a laptop and he starts looking at pictures of space and all these diagrams. And I went, Right, mate, <laughs> what are you looking at? Uh, I'm making this documentary about Fly Earth. And he was like, I'm the head of the European Space Agency. <laughs> and I was like, well, Fuck mate, off. His life's actually falling on. And he was like, I, mate, I'm the head of the European Space Agency. And I was like, Nice cool, mate. I've got a lot of questions for you. <laughs> uh, give me his business card, man. I'll show you. It just says like his name and then like head of, head of European special, space flight. Yeah. Fuck's sake. And he was like, mate, I fucking phone astronauts. Like, I, like if I get, a, I'll get phone calls from them when they're up there, and I'll be like, right, what, what's happening? That's um, crazy. I think no, you could. Well, obviously, you need to be able to do that. I thought nice they could guy. only phone like. No, they phone his mobile. He was like, I've got the mobile. Like, I just <laughs> dial in. It says it's coming from Houston because that's where all the towers uh, are. They would get heavy but, reception right next to the satellites. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, both of those are quite, you know, big coincidences. Mm -hmm. yeah, that is mad. Not the only time I've been asked to be in the Masons, by the way. <laughs> really? There's one time. This is another good story. I was in New York and uh, the I was I got the last Thomas Cook flight ever, and the Thomas Cook went under half an hour before the flight, oh, so I got the ticket out. And, uh, and I got to the desk and there was just nobody there and we were all just waiting about and they were like aye Thomas Cook doesn't exist anymore and I was like no I was just I just went and got pissed in the airport and went waiting for her so they were like right we're going to charter you a flight home so they, they got us a fucking private but it was still a normal flight but it was like a private crew and I got on the plane and I ended up with this guy who like was actually mental like he was like a mad salesman guy the hairiest arms ever right pure American like gold watch and all that aye. and then we're chatting away for ages and he was like do you want to be a mason? <laughs> and I was like, no way, man. Why did the masons want to recruit me so much? Was this the same trip that you went away? No, different. Like, this is like a year later, two years oh, later. Because right, that would be like, bad. Maybe you just give off mason vibes. I give off real mason vibes, it's man. Tash. Maybe. I'm, I, like, I, my pal, his granddad was a mason and he told me that what he thinks the handshake is, but he's probably wrong. 
But maybe I could have did it and seen. Is it not just that? Maybe you've been doing it. Yeah. Maybe you've been maybe doing it. Maybe accidentally. I've got a natural mason handshake. <laughs> I was just like, I, like, and then he had the ring and everything, man. He had a fucking. Yeah. Uh, you shake their hands and they're just like mason. Like, mate. <laughs> uh, Wild though, man. So Earth might be flat and it might be a big conspiracy. If I was like prone to conspiracy and being a bit mental, I would have already gone a bit mental. Mm. From those two experiences. True. What would what would I do if I went to a whole convention, mate? I know, mate. I would um I would just live in a tent and fucking yeah. charter a plenty of Agatha. Only fried eggs. On, sorry, <laughs> just to jump back, see on empathy, right? I got a good point. So at the Flat Earth convention there was a guy there called Mad Mike Hughes, right? Mad Mike Hughes tried to send himself into space to see if it was the Earth was flat. By himself? On a rocket. Is it the mad guy? Then he died, right? Aye, aye, aye. So, obviously everyone was like, that's fucking hilarious. And it is funny, right? It is heavy funny that he did that. One of the nicest guys I've ever met in my life. So I was... I was, actually met him? I spent the fucking whole day with him. He was so nice. So nice. Even spoke to him on the phone like a month after. He, he wanted me to come out and film him fucking launching. And uh, you would have been like um, access to murder or something. <laughs> so he was like, so that all came out, and obviously because you don't know who he is, it's really easy to laugh at him. But then I was like, ah, oh, it's obviously a funny situation, but at the same time, so kind man, like just the kindest right. guy. Kept coming up to ask if we were all right and asking us loads of questions about Scotland. Oh. Just like pure welcoming, like friendly. genuinely interested in you. Genuinely, man. just really nice. Gave me a really big hug when and we were leaving. Asked you to be the Masons. <laughs> 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 Gave me a weird handshake, don't know what was going on. But like, I learned it. Maybe you've been in the Masons your full life and you don't know. I've got another really good Mason story, but I can't tell it on here, so oh, I'll tell you after. Right, right. How can somebody have three Mason stories? No, this, this is like the fourth. <laughs> somebody who's in the Masons. Yeah, yeah. Hey. It can only be explained you're in the Masons. Joined at full time. But another, another thing you've done, which I've been told to ask you about, of Sean Ewart, who's like the private investigator for this pod. And it's not really private, to be he honest, but knows he, he just knows yeah. lots of people and lots of things. I'm genuinely feeling a bit nervous as to what no, he no, fucking no, knows not, about me. It's not a bad thing. He said you ended up on a boat with Billy Conley. Talk Man, us that's this. That's a fucking good story. Right, tell so us he, about uh, the story. Right. That manifestation thing, right, one year, I think it was 2019, uh, I just decided I'm going to meet Billy Connolly this year because I'm, like, a huge fan. I was listening to this song a lot, uh, I Wish I Was In Glasgow. Mm-hmm. My brother played it at Christmas, and I was like, that's so beautiful. I was listening to it all the time and thought, fuck it, I need to meet this guy while he's still fit and healthy, right? So I found out he was going to be in New York for a parade, um, this Tartan Week parade thing, which is a Scotland festival. I've got an Argus story about it that I can maybe tell later on. Um so I found out he was going to be there and I'd been there before so I thought right I'll try and pitch to the BBC any way I can be there and I found out everything that was happening and pitched everything as a documentary to try and get a fucking ticket there couldn't get it right then I phoned all these guys that I knew in New York that kind of been involved in Scottish creative industries nothing so I phoned this artist called Gerard Burns right who's partially responsible for my entire career um, and he was like oh man I'm not going to I'm not going to New York but I'm going to Hong Kong the week before with Billy Connolly. And I was like, this is fucking too perfect, right? <laughs> so he's painting this famous rugby player, Doddy Weir, uh, and they're auctioning it in Hong Kong. And I was like, right, pitched it to the BBC. And they were like, aye. And I was like, no Aww. fucking way. But they were like, but we don't want the Hong Kong bit. We only want the bit of him painting. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so anyway, I filmed that. And then I just got a random phone call from the, air- the airline who's funding the whole thing, being like, mate, are you a video guy? And I was like, I was like, do you want to come to Hong Kong? We've not got a very big budget, but we'll send you first class. And I was like, I <laughs> like, what the fuck? So get there. Doddy Weir's there. Um, he's got motor neuron disease, right? And it's the fucking soundest guy ever, right? But that's what the kind of story was a benefit for that, right? Um, and uh, I'm just flying over with Doddy's family and I get on the plane and it's like, actually, like I had a bed and shit. 
like never uh, see, experienced anything like it. Couldn't on, on the plane. On the plane, uh, like my that. seat went down in a bed. I had a wee thing, like fucking had a woman who was there all the time, like just giving me whatever I wanted, like fucking metal cutlery. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, he's like thinking about, thinking about that, and I'm like metal cutlery. Like, <laughs> I got a, I got a fucking fork, guys. Metal cutlery. Have you guys seen the forks in here, man? <laughs> um, so just like anyway, so we get there and the first night. They're like. Mate, we're all going out on a boat tonight. Like, um, don't worry about filming anything, but do you want to just come? And I was like, aye. So I bring my camera anyway, and I get on the boat. As I step on, it's a yacht owned by an airline, so it's like fucking mm. good shit, right? I step on it, and Billy Connolly's just in the door, and he's like, all right, I'm Billy. And I was like, <laughs> I know. This is exactly what I wanted to happen. Like, how? So we, we fucking, the boat leaves the harbour, right? Victoria Harbour in Hong Kong, already really beautiful. And everyone's kind of like hounding him a wee bit. There's like 20 of us in the boat, so it's not very much. And I just hang back because I'm not. I just do not feel comfortable on a yacht owned by an airline. It's just not a situation that I. It's natural. I, yeah. So hang back, and everyone's kind of like they're all kind of famous. All famous rugby players and all that. And uh, Billy Connolly keeps looking at me, right? And he comes up to me. I'm eating a burger, like a wee slider, and he goes, "Slow down, son. You might want to lose some weight." And I was like. <laughs> fucking yes like, this is, and then he went like, uh, where are you from and I was like Torrance and he was like that's a middle class shite hole and I was like I mean so let me just sit down and we just start chatting and I think he saw that I wasn't hounding him so like Aye. he also was the only other guy on the boat that didn't look comfortable on on this boat Aye. so we were just chatting away we ended up on the front of the boat together right just like and he was telling stories that I recognised from like stand up bits and it was just unbelievable right Aye, so we have a good night um and that was it. So anyway, we we do that fine. And the next night was the actual event, right? And this is where the story gets fucking good. So I go there with my camera, and he's backstage. Uh, and because we're best pals now, I was like, right, Billy, how, how you doing? <laughs> uh, and he, went, I, I swear to God, man, this is gonna sound like a bullshit, right? He he looks a wee bit like down, and I'm like, you all right? And he went, Connor. Um, Honestly, like, see with the Parkinson's, I don't really feel comfortable on stage the same way I used to, and I'm like, I'm quite nervous. And I was like, That's mad. Fuck it, like, it hit me so hard because I just love this man so much, right? Um, so I, I gave him a wee bit of pep talk, man. I was like, honestly, with what you've done and how, like, I don't know, the reputation you already have, just you showing your face is gonna like <laughs> be the thing. Like, you don't really, you don't uh, need to do no anything. No one wants that. anything from you. You've you've already done it, right? And he looks at me really genuinely and goes, Thank you, man. <laughs> and I was like. Fuck. I just started greeting, man. And so he puts, no, he put his arm on my shoulder. I went, "Thank you," and I was like, "I don't even know what's happening right now." And there's a wee pause, and I went, "Billy, I need to be totally honest with you. I'm actually a huge fan of yours. You wrote my favourite song ever, and I just wanted to say how great it's been to meet you because you've been everything I wanted you to be." And he went, "You know, last time I was in Glasgow, I walked down Buchanan Street and someone started playing that song, and I started crying, and I'm mad. I either welling up, and I was like, this is fucking mental." And I went, "Billy." can I get a picture with you before I go? And he said, I'd love to get a picture with you. And at that moment, the, the CEO of the airline, Cathay Pacific, comes in and he took Billy away and they're like, Billy, ah, photos. Press photographer comes in and I was like, cool, I'm not getting my picture, but that's fine. I just had the most incredible experience of my life. Aye. I leave and I'm shooting about. I'm outside of the VIP wee bit, right? So I'm in the pub with the public. I tap on my shoulder, I turn around to Billy Conley's like, me and you're getting our picture, come on. Oh and, my it, God. and it was supposed to be a surprise that he was there and everyone's like that's fucking Billy Connolly and he like uh, drags me back in takes classy. a picture with me and I was just like I can't actually believe that that happened have you got the picture got the picture yeah and I went and, and then I went uh, and fucking I honestly like cried a wee bit after 
uh, it was unbelievable. And I just, he's just such a genuinely good aye, man. Aye, I could see even man. from him seeing me being uncomfortable and going, I'm going to go and make sure he aye, feels comfortable. Just a good, like, because it's fucking Billy Conley, doesn't he need... He yeah. would have not thought any less of him if he didn't, he didn't do that. He didn't that at all. Billy Conley. But he noticed that I was the only guy on the boat that wasn't having as much fun and just thought, right, I'm going to make sure mm-hmm. um, that he's part of this. That's uh, like a genuine good guy, man. Really good guy. Um, aye. It's fucking a wild that story. Amazing, as well, man, it's like, that's probably how he's fucking done so well because you can kind of tell he's not an arsehole yeah. or anything. Do you the know weird what I mean? thing is, like, Best story anyone I know who's who's met him has the same kind of story mm-hmm. it's almost like he was a really genuinely good guy I don't know anyone who's like oh I met Billy Conley and he was rude everyone even if they met him for a second they're like even if you walk past him he's just a genuine smile mm-hmm. or like whatever right. and you're just like fuck he really is the guy that you want him to be mm-hmm. and that's not always the case not. yeah so uh, wow man. man it's just like I'm honestly it. feeling a wee bit like jangly to I like, tell if you're story. reliving it yeah that's crazy I even like watching like did any see the thing I think it was on Sky um, like two last year or the the yeah. I last year and it was like him and his house in Miami and he's showing him him drawing and all that mm. and he's like just when he's talking about things like the Parkinson's and that he's like I saw him drawing it kind of goes away you know and you can see him doing pure straight lines mm-hmm. and all that man and it does pure make you ah, sad because he's a mad national like a ah, proper I, hero man like if you had to like what is the thing in America uh, Mount Rushmore ah. if you had like a Scottish Mount Rushmore he would be on it. He's the, uh, by He'd far. be four he's, the, he's the guy. <laughs> it would yeah. be us three and him. <laughs> <laughs> he's just so unbelievably talented, man. He's like fucking, yeah, funny and musically gifted and everything, man. Aye, yeah. it's mad because was you know what they wanted to be like a mad rock star when he was younger, didn't he? Did he? Uh, he said that yeah. was in that and that. Call yourself a fan, mate. <laughs> <laughs> his song is. Uh, I wish it was in Glasgow. It's honestly like the most beautiful. Mate, I song. thought see, when you said about the song, like obviously you're talking about a few beautiful one. I was like, it wasn't from my wellies. You'd be in the hospital or infirmary. Imagine he was like, he thought it was like that one. You're like, no, uh, I wish it was my wellies. He's like, what that fucking piece of shit? You have to show I passed down 30 seconds, mate. Aye. Uh, aye. That is crazy. <laughs> so how long ago was that? That was, like, 2019, I think. Aye, so, like, yeah. quite recent, man. man. Jeez. It's wild. Other than that, though, man, I fucking hated Hong Kong, man. I didn't. It's good to hear that he was still, he's still kicking about the Man, he was really, that, like, healthy-looking. The thing, he wasn't fully, like, pure jumping about, but, man, he aye. was pretty... The thing with that is, man, it's just, like, sadly, it just... Fucking, it's not gonna, it doesn't get man, better, you know what I mean? The sad thing, though, is I was with Doddy Weir, who's, aye. like, a fucking rugby player. He's only, like, 35 or something, 40. Uh, and I'm, he's deteriorating pretty fast and it was pretty humbling to like watch Aye. So puts things into perspective when you see things like that doesn't it man Aye. you're moaning about fucking traffic and shit yeah because we flew back together just me and him um, and I didn't know him before and obviously he had to rely on me quite a lot through that and I just felt so like obviously he's pure confident and it's like fine but like for him to have to rely on a wee guy he doesn't know to fucking do his passport Aye. thing it's Must. like yeah must, might feel quite not humiliating but like a bit I just, don't know don't know I don't know I just, I just it was really like shocking it was the first time I'd ever mm-hmm. like been around someone who was struggling it's, with that uh, it's he, like for a guy like that to just swallow his pride and let somebody help him that's such a good thing as well yeah, you know yeah. what I mean that's but he was he was handling it so well man I wouldn't have been able to handle that the, like I'd, yeah just having the best time I uh, just yeah. no even thinking about it yeah but it, it, the worst part is you know it somewhere he is do you know what I mean but I know, it's like yeah, it's, it was quite emo- like 
Yeah, there was, he was emotional at a few points, but like mm-hmm. he's a really good guy, man. So what you were you going to say about Hong Kong? I know that I interrupted you. No, I just, I, nothing interesting, man. I, I, just, I, I really didn't like Hong Kong. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think it was because I, I was with really rich people that I couldn't afford to hang out with. Ah. <laughs> uh, like we ended up on this golf course and stuff and I was just like... Like you would have probably went and got like kernels of street food and tried to be... Like, yeah. Uh, and I was in like a really nice hotel in like a really nice area on my own. I was just walking Poor around you. being like, what? <laughs> Poor you. <laughs> no, but like... Amazing hotels. <laughs> hotel. <laughs> usually like, though, because I travel a lot for work, usually they put you in like the shittiest hotel they can, and like, and I kind of honestly like that, like, um, because you end up in like right in the middle or wherever you are shooting. Aye, kind of I know what you mean. Yeah, I was when we were in Vietnam, we were going to go on. Ho- we couldn't decide where to go on holiday between Singapore and Hong Kong, but I think I've been to Singapore once. I liked Singapore, but you been to Singapore? No. It's mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to go, man. I would, yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not for everyone, apparently. But, uh, no, <laughs> no. Um, Hong Kong is somewhere I did want to go, man. But again, it's found it depressing. But I went mm-hmm. weirdly like a month before. You know, those, those massive protests lasted so oh, long. I, fuck. I was that there like was... a month before. Uh, why? So everybody forgot about that. Why? Covid. So it's. Aye, so I, I don't know, I think I felt a kind of weight of like, exactly what we were saying, people were putting out bad vibes because there was bad vibes right mm-hmm. now, you know? Aye. Did you feel yeah. that? Just I not just felt a kind of different, like a sad feeling, a general Aye. sadness over everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's weird, isn't it? wonder what it would feel like going, oh, you've been to China as well, haven't you? Aye. What was that like, I, well, I don't I went to Shanghai and it's pretty like Western. Really? Um, I liked it because it was my first time like that far out mm-hmm. I'd only been working in the job for like two months at the time so like I was like pretty like I was genuinely quite scared of going um, I used to have this thing where I was like I had this really weird food disorder thing right that I had to go to therapy for it's really mad right but it always came when I was travelling and the further away it was the, the more scary it was and I was really quite scared to go to Shanghai because I was like fuck I'm not going to be able Wait, to eat couldn't eat anything really weird like it would just it would just happen I wouldn't be able to eat my appetite would go and then I'd be like oh fuck I'm really far away from home and I need to sort this out because I'll die if I don't like oh. essentially do you think it was like a thing like you have that initial thought and then you just get wrapped it was up weird. in it I choked really badly as a kid and I stopped eating like normal and I still I'd ended up eating really bad my whole life it's probably why I'm fucking skinny as fuck um, so I had this thing and I couldn't fix it right so I went to therapy for it right it was amazing like this woman I was trying to explain how bad it was because I'd go honestly I'd go and like I'd feel like I was gonna die like I wouldn't be able to get on planes and shit uh, and she was like and and I was like no it's really bad like I feel like I'm gonna die and she was like and and I was like what the fuck like you're supposed to this is it's bad and she was like but you're not dead and I was like aye she was like just fucking wait till it's over and I, this fucking switch went in my head and I was like I can control this now and this is mad so um, I went yeah I went to China and I was fucking root so scared the whole time on the plane like shit myself but. It went all right. Get a point of it. See, get a point of it. China's main dish. I love pot noodles, man. Mamma mia, as they say. Do you love pot noodles? I mean, no, China loves pot noodles. Oh, do they? Pot noodles are a Chinese word. On China, obviously, you're saying you went to Shanghai. What used to happen when we were in Vietnam a lot is like China pay a lot more money than Vietnam, right? So, like, say you if you have a degree doesn't need to be in teaching right if you have a degree and basically if you're white like because that's the way they look at it right you can go over there and make clear four and a half grand a month easy like right. teaching english for like eight hours a day but 
what people noticed a lot when they were moving from Vietnam to China was like you're giving up so much like freedom like mate there's like the, 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 where I think it was it's a place called Ch- uh, Qingdao uh, yeah. and uh, that's where a guy I knew from New York moved to and he was like the money's too good I need to go out and experience it and then he went and he was like mate he's a YouTuber he makes videos about being in Vietnam and that. he's in fucking Albania or something now. Um, but he was in China and he's like there's fucking cameras on every set of traffic lights to like oh facial recognition and all that and like like majorly like crazy and he was like it's the culture's just so different to ours like really but I, I found that a lot in Asia like especially in Vietnam as well like you think like living here there's like one way of living everybody holds doors open for each other and everybody does this and everybody you know what i mean there's a way that we are programmed to like now that way like say you go to like london and like you let somebody buy or something they're not going to be like oh thank you it's like everywhere you go i've I've got different things that they accept and things that they find normal and like when you move go to asia and you move there it's like it's fucking insane like getting used to that it's like there's a week people always say that like I, I was talking to a boy um who had been to vietnam before i had even went at all and he was like oh you have a week like culture shock but then you'll be all right and i was like all right mate like if you say so but look, really see soon it's like the first week you're there you're like don't know fucking what, what you're doing you probably felt a bit like that and in, in china like total culture shock like just your bo- everything just feels off you're like whoa what the fuck because yeah. asia's just such a different place to here you know what i mean it's a total fucking total opposite man everything's different mm-hmm. and the vibe like the even just the, I, the feeling that what i said about hong kong the feeling on the street is like different it's not um i don't know one woman we were with was like I've seen the police just pick people up on the street here and put them in a van and you're like ah, I don't like that I don't like that that's even a fucking suggestion uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Nah, it's crazy as well so you're saying with the police like in Vietnam it's like we've got an idea like law here right so like if you go and commit a crime and the police find out more times than not they're going to come and maybe fine you or get you jail time or whatever see there they used to call police or oh, the 500k because 500,000 Vietnamese dong is about, oh, I'm trying to think, about 15 quid. Right. So basically, they call the police the 500k because you can get away with anything as long as you give them 500k. Right. That's mad. Right. Like, literally anything. Like, and there's a seat. So, like, there's a mad on all the expat pages and stuff there there's a there's a certain time of the year right it's like coming to the end of, maybe coming to the end of lunar new year and the police go out and they just pull over just foreigners and bikes and they're just like right where's the money you know what i mean like or else you i'm gonna just jail you imagine offering a policeman here like fucking 15 quid <laughs> <laughs> mate I'll, I'll give you 15 quid would like, robert burns uh, three robert burnsies <laughs> <laughs> change that like put tip in his pocket <laughs> yeah. sorry that's all I've got mate. another pennies <laughs> then picking out the 50p's in that uh, <laughs> is that a 50p I'll take that <laughs> sorry that's one of them new ones that's got a wee picture uh, on it's it it's got Peter uh, Rabbit on it I'll give you one that's no good Peter Rabbit on it <laughs> oh. and a Shakespeare one uh, like so how mad is it that certain coins are worth like fucking I thought <laughs> so I had so I thought I had a coin that was like worth like fucking 10 grand or something mate. and then and then i searched and it was like that so, was like the rang month or something or, and it was just like nah fuck uh, do you ever look one up and it's uh, like uh, you look one up and it's, i looked up one and it was 
as I say, like a Shakespeare one, or just a mad that designer, <laughs> and it was like seventy three grand, and Aye. it was like, but this one's actually made out of copper back, didn't I? Obviously, see, <laughs> see now that I'm thinking back to the time in my life that was, I was down bad, I think, because honestly, <laughs> see when you're googling, see when you're looking at your wallet and just googling, like how much is this coin worth? It's like it's worth fifty pence, mate. It's a fifty pence. That's it, mate. That's mate, all you're getting you're for real it. Wishful I'm trying to like stretch really this old, money. Out. Really <laughs> hope fifty p is worth those. <laughs> What about when um, blue fibers came out? The, no, the plastic Maybe fibers came out, and it was like the AK forty seven number. Disaster for cocaine takers. A A zero zero number. Is it? They were like. Do not work? So I've heard. No, it's better. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, the A A zero zero number like if you know what i mean because it was like the first ever fiber Aye. at one point you know what i mean because you can't like trace back like, the blue I remember one the queen gets the first one the queen got the first one I had. right well there was something like zero she, she zero one then what no like what the queen has the queen got enough has the queen not got enough shit mate there's the first fiver i mean the queen this is i'm not trying to turn this into a deep fried man but nobody's seen her in ages you know oh mate, up. she's building she's building she's on there she's had my building a new one Building a new eye. Or just touching the other. Or they're making a, f- a 4D print of her. <laughs> and um, just. I should have zoned everything, but man, I mean, they could get away with that, I swear, man. Like, we could, they could get away with that. I mean, no, that many people actually know the Queen. No one sees her up close. Yeah, by the way. I've. Right, I've never seen her up close. Mate, did any ever see the video of her driving in a uh, Range Rover? <laughs> and she's coming to the Mate, people edit it and put it like fucking. True story, man. She crashed into my pal's dad. What the fuck? <laughs> shut up. Uh, so my, my, my pal was like, um, his dad went to Johnston, which is like the fucking, the school that all the princes go to, right? So he knew one of them growing up and he went up to visit and he, she, she, she doesn't have a driving license, but she drives about the estate and he fucking, she took him off the road. Fucking hell. Because she's an old lady who fucking doesn't have a driving license. Wears sunglasses and listens to drove full blast. Imagine that's how the queen died. She just fucking drove off a road, like... Honestly, I mean, that's how, that's how I hope it ends. That's how I want to go when I'm 80. Aye, right off bla- the road. In a blaze yeah. of glory. I want Thelma and Louise, man, right off a cliff. <laughs> Imagine the fucking press release, though, if that is the, how the Queen died. They would need to make up something. How do you make it sound nice? They would take it to the two. What age is the Queen? 90 something. 98 or something? She's, no, she's no 99. No, 99. No, she, is, she has to write herself a letter soon. That's the funny thing. She's 99. I'm sure she's 98 or 99. What are they pumping? Wow. 95. <laughs> she's 95. Oh, mate. Sorry, I was way off. 99. Aye, but five years, she needs to do the 100 years on this. That's a long time, though, for a 95 year old. I think she should need to do something, maybe a marathon or something. A bungee jump or something. A bungee jump. Aye. Sponsored the ride. 100%. She needs to do something. Like, she could come on the, on the Shave podcast. Head for charity, I don't know. <laughs> um, what's o- her name, o- Elizabeth? Open, open invite to the Queen. Open invite to the Queen of... Uh, of England. I'm sure she commented on one. She, sure she did. I love that you said she like, of England as well. She, <laughs> political. She, um, she, <laughs> she, uh, she's a big fan of the deep fries, I've heard. Aye. She's a whole earther. She makes her own tinfoil hats and tits and watches it. Oh, buzzing. Look, the Queen must get up to some fucking shit that we don't know about, you know what I mean? Yeah, she's got plenty of spare time on that, isn't she? What would I know? I'd be demented. Do you think you should get herself a wee paper round or something? Like? <laughs> Maybe that's what she was doing when she crashed. She was doing the paper round. that Paul Dog money. Aye, mate. What about him, mate? The, the oldest paper boy in Britain. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Paul Dog said so many nice things about me in this podcast. And it was like, I was listening to it. It was right at the start. He was like... You're not saying about him, mate. mate. I was planning on ruining his, his career. Like, I, 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 I was going to fucking go hard, but I, I seen how nice he was. And I was like, right, fair enough. Do you, but is he nicer than Jamie to you, but? 
No. no one's nicer to me than you. <laughs> no one's ever been as nice to anybody. No one's ever treated me like Jamie treats me. We'll just be, we you, all bro. just be talking, and it'll just uh, be like, no, even like a kind of. Mo- it would be like, oh, let's meet up the morning and do this, and it'll just be like, Connor, you're so handsome. <laughs> Sometimes I look over, and he's like, ah. as if you know. Just looking, just looking at me. My boy, you know. We were at, went to the pub the other, other day, man. I'd be drinking, I look over, and he's like, ah. <laughs> Imagine it's yeah, just starting to get a lot of princess boy, aren't you? Princess boy. My princess boy. <laughs> I think it might have been Jamie with the whole um, the, ball the ball thing. Is it time to <laughs> talk about the ball thing? I think oh, there's time man. for the ball. I was going to say that to you. We need that. Because me, I actually, I don't even. We can't even show it because I'm not even get the TV and shit. I screen recorded your story, right? The one that they sent the link to the fucking cartoon, like it was yeah, like, yeah, mate, so that was bizarre. Explain the first bit. So, then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying. I just but I explain what right. what this whole so thing is about. It all came from there was a ball stuck in a wee bit of the Kelvin where the, like there's a wee waterfall, a wee air, and it got it got stuck in there. And I love that. I have this weird thing about running water, right? So I started visiting the ball every day and be like, yes, it's still there. <laughs> so I was filming the ball and be like, the ball's still there, and it became like my morning morning routine. I'd like go to the shop. Not the shop, that's like cafe, get like a... Um, can of beer. Uh, <laughs> get a super tenants, just go down and watch it go. Watch the um, so it's my morning routine, right? It was in summer as well, so it was always really sunny. And it was just so such a nice way to start the day, to check on the ball. So anyway, anyway one day I go and uh, the ball was gone. And I was like, right, fuck it. I, it had to float away eventually, right? It wasn't, this couldn't last forever. Um, and uh, like, and that day I got followed by an Instagram account, which was a picture of the guy from Saw that just said ball. <laughs> and I honestly, just shat my pants, didn't reply to it. I was like, fuck that, right? So, um, ignored it for months. And then I went away for my birthday on this like van trip to visit. Like the, it wasn't the tree thing. It was like a different thing. Uh, um, and uh, I came back and there was a letter stuffed in my letterbox. No stamp. So it was hand delivered. Um, all the bottles of wine outside my flat were turned upside down. Uh, opened the birthday card and it was uh, a QR code scanned the QR code and it was like a fucked up like voice just being like we stole the ball and it, was, it, was, it said like Connor Riley you've been spreading too much happiness in the world we stole the beacon of hope which is the ball and I was like I, I live on my own I was actually shiting my pants like uh, so I was pure like freaking out um, and uh, then just more clues it just kept going like so I ended up like suspecting my wee brother at a point because we I, I changed the like played about with the audio and I found out that it was his voice then he was like nah mate they paid me to say it because he had screenshots saying they paid <laughs> they me did. to say it like the, this anonymous account uh, it went on for fucking months and I, I found out recently that it was my it was two of my pals and uh, honestly it was it wasn't even funny when I found out I was like this is actually too much it's weird as fuck the, man. the videos were all really fucked up and there was like so many of them that it's, was, the, it's the weirdest part is like the effort the effort and the fact that like there was a few times where I was like it's definitely them and I, I looked them in the eye and was like this is you and they were like no honestly like I fucking swear this isn't us and I was like right you're my pals like I, tr- I trust you and they were like honestly this isn't us and then when I found out I was like what the fuck? <laughs> like, why the fuck would you do this? Um, so, You've been spreading I mean, too much happiness in the yeah. world. And there was like, 
Aye, there was like really fucked up like war footage and stuff. And no, like, mate, see the weirdest, <laughs> the weirdest bit is see the bit that's like a mad old cartoon and it's in Spanish, but then it's coming up subtitles and it's like, what will he do and all that? Yeah, it's like, yeah. we stole the ball. And, then, like, and it's, and it's mad laughing and like, it goes all dark and shit. So strange, mate, mate. Again, again, I live on my own. I'm sitting in a flat on my own watching that like somebody <laughs> wants to fucking murder me. And, I, and I've, I've wronged a lot of people in my life through <laughs> my documentary career. Like there's a few people that don't like me. And I'm like, mate, now. there's one flat earther that genuinely wants to kill me. Really? Um, I like not really. I mean, he's like—is it because you killed that guy that went in his face? <laughs> he's like fucking. There's a guy I seen him at a five G protest when I was filming, and I had a mask on, and I was of like, "Course Fuck you did." Me. I fucking left, like, because he's like, t- you know, remember that video of the guy being like to Lee Griffiths coming out of Parkhead? Aye. You, have you heard the bendy wire? Aye. That guy. That, like, no. that guy hates me, man. Does oh, it, is that it guy? Him? I hates me. Fuck, because you're like kind of not. Well, I made I made the film and I filmed with him, but he wouldn't sign the form, so I never put him in the film. And I think he thinks I'm actually part of some sort of BBC conspiracy fucking cover up thing. Oh, for fuck's sake. Like, honestly, and I got a few emails after asking me about how I was in the Illuminati and shit. And I was like, one one guy, I I, I planned to go for a pint with him. I was like, let's go for a pint. We'll we'll talk about this. And uh, I ended up having to go away for a month, uh, not a month, a, a week. So I didn't reply to him for two days and then he messaged me again. Oh, I fucking knew you're part of the Illuminati. You're just ignoring me and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to meet that guy. But you're just like a You are a Mason, though. <laughs> and Masons are I'm Illuminati. A potential Mason. Hollow Earth. Uh, I mean, I'm the Bezos. only guy that's turned the Masons down twice. You know what I mean? <laughs> what, what a big shot. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said yes the first time. Well, no, I said maybe. And then you have actually. Then I said to my dad, and he was like, don't be a fucking Mason. <laughs> dad? Dad, can I be a Mason, please? please? Dad? No, dad, please, won't be a Mason. Uh, being, a, being a Mason's no just for Christmas, son. <laughs> Mate, that's the thing as well. Like, you do actually. I Did said, you go to the, trial with him or something? When uh, like I said to the guy, I was like, oh, free trial. He, said, he said all the good things about being a Mason, and then I, then I was like, but honestly, I'm I'm quite nosy by my nature and my job. Like, what if I actually tell anyone about? And he, he got really serious and was like, "You cannot tell anyone that happens what happens in there." And that, and then I was like, "Nah, that's too boring for me." Uh, mate, I, I got I got nearly recruited by um, Scientologists in America. I mean, Joseph. I uh, were in Florida and they did the mad Enzagram test or whatever it's called. You know the thing? It's like you hold on to two bits of metal and then it goes. And it's like, think about stuff that stresses you. And I'm like, nothing does, mate. I'm sound. And he's like, no, something does. I'm like, mate, I'm, I'm fine. So I was just saying that because they're like, they pinpoint things that rang me your life and then say that will change if you, whatever. And I was just going, no, mate, I'm, I fucking love my life. Nothing said much of that. And he was like, right, well, must, must not be working on you then. Pure give it to Joseph. <laughs> they just get fed up on me. Like, Joseph was like, him. <laughs> he's like, we'll take care of him. Joseph, uh, Joseph is definitely going to murder Jamie one day, I think. <laughs> it's going to happen. Joseph's going to be on camera soon. Man, that's going to be so good for the uh, Your the documentary. <laughs> Honestly, man, the, the, imagine the viewers you'll get if he murders you. Would you I still know. have him on it? Like he, would, he would be hosting, he'd be, bro. Yeah, he'd be the draw. You'd be the co-host. Are you kidding us? I would be fucking. Yeah. I would just be sitting like, hi, oh, Joseph. He's like, ah, today we're going to be. <laughs> today we're going to be talking about me. Strangling people. Strangling people to death. And I'd be like, a mad okay. metal band where the drummer killed the bassist or oh. something. And they had to get a new drummer and bassist. <laughs> mate. <laughs> no, mate, did you hear about the man metal band that the guy, the guy's drummer or something was claustrophobic and he had him in a box and recorded the sounds he was making and put it on a mad song. That's fucked. It's it. the most fucked thing I've ever pretty. Uh, do you know, like, just sort of reminds me of that. Like, I was, I don't know how I ended up in this sort of rabbit hole. 
about horror movies, right? And like, see, back in the day when they used to like, there was like a period of m- when they made movies and shit, and it was like, say, like they actually had like mad animal sacrifices and on shit like that. On now, now you would see that and and something, and you'd be like, oh, it's like fucking CGI, or they've done yeah. this, or they've done like those movies that got caught way, way back in the day that they just done that shit in the movie. And it's yeah, real. Man. You can't like. I don't think you can watch them now. But it's mad, like sadistic. See, like the fucking the most fuck. See if you Google like the most fucked up movies ever or something, right? It's like certain ones for like the fifties and that. That like after it got released, the, the people investigated it and they they found that they'd actually been doing stuff or like they'd actually been like, say a girl gets no murdered in it, but say they get fucking stabbed or something in it. Like they were actually doing all the shit. It's like um. I it's not. Snuffling. Snuff. They did it Snuff. in my drama in school. Aye. So what, Paul? It's mad. There's a, there was an old Disney like animal programme where they just fucking... Have you ever thought about doing anything like that? Any snuff films, mate? <laughs> I'll do anything for a price, you know what I mean? Do you uh, see, see who we were talking about? I just want to ask, right? And obviously you don't need shit on anyone if you don't want it, but I was wondering, like, obviously you met Billy Conley. Fucking loved them, everything they turned out to be. You ever film with somebody famous and been like, what a wanker? I've got a couple, man. The problem is, uh, one guy who was really rude to me when I was a runner, right? So I was like really young at the time, uh, is now working with my pal. Oh. He's like supporting him. Uh, and I was like, like honestly, if that wasn't happening, I would have told you right off the bat, this guy's a fucking bell end. Because I know this guy and he's supporting him. I don't want to be like, uh, mm. him in. I'll tell you after though. Prick. Uh, <laughs> Prick. <laughs> Mate, uh, I've just remembered something and all about that insider info for friend of the show, Paul Doc. You go to Paris Fashion Week or something every year and like, film with models and hang I about with a, them for weeks and I shit. I did a film, yeah. What, Rockstar? I, I did a film um, for BBC Scotland about um, Model Team, which is like a model agency. So they were, I did Paris Fashion Week twice, um, New York Fashion Week, um, and like this mad thing in Copic, like all these fucking mad fashion shows and shoots and stuff. Um, and it's really weird because, like, see, if you, remember, remember we were talking about people being the same height earlier on, and it'd be so weird if you see loads of people who are the same height. You go to a model casting and you'll see genuinely 35 girls who are all exactly 5'11 and they're all unbelievably beautiful and strange looking in different <laughs> ways. Aye. It's like you're in a factory full of robots, man. That's it's hard. like it doesn't look right. Mm-hmm. It's just not. It's just so weird. But that's uh, meant to look like the most right thing uh, that can be. And even weirder, it's like the most beautiful person you've ever seen, and they're like, nah, nah, <laughs> <laughs> nope. nah. Like Out. it's unbelievable. That's what I done for this podcast, mate. Co-host, for coming in. I was like, no, <laughs> next. Nah, nah. I want I up. Up. <laughs> Turn around. Nah. <laughs> Sit down. Do a press up? Nah. This is all me. All the nuts on me. It's only him and different. Him and different disguise. <laughs> Everything he done, I was like, nah. And then eventually I was like, you're still here, mate. Fair play, just sit there. Yeah, That's it. Does. But have you got anything else, else coming up? Anything else in the pipeline, as you say? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm shooting this thing about um, uh, stock car racers now, man. But it's not, it's not that exciting. It's good, man. It's good fun, but it's like. I'll shoot anything, man. I'm like, I'm in a weird transitional period in my career where I'm like, I've got uh, loads of like shit I want to make that I know the BBC Scotland won't let me make, and I'm on the, I'm right now trying to work out how just how to do that because it's so hard to like make stuff yourself. For Aye, no money. I mean, like obviously we can do the high rise, right? Yeah. Because it's like fucking zero budget. It's like getting there and back. But like, if you get an idea, you want to go to this place and document this. It's like you need funding, man. It's, it's hard, man. It's hard. It's just. Yeah, it's difficult, but 
I don't know, I've started shooting something I'm on now and it's pretty fucking weird and hopefully that will then turn into the thing that I want it to be. Mm-hmm. But nice one, it's um, sad, man. Where, yeah. can, where can people find like everything you do? I don't know. Like, it's a bit all over the, the place, is it? I don't know. <laughs> this is the problem with the shooting stuff for the BBC is that they, get, they put it up and then they take it down and then oh. like, I feel a wee bit like stupid for not getting on the internet quicker but the problem is I what just, like on your own sort of thing yeah or just i don't know because like twitter and tiktok and all that shit i just don't understand it so i've never really done it and then even though like i do like weird stuff on my story and then it just goes away you know so uh, i've never really put any effort into like actually uh, you've got a website you know <clears throat> I've got a website but that's just for camera jobs you know like just right. if someone says like mm. what what's your rate and can i see your work and then i just send that over you know well the the thing that I watched was on BBC Three, so obviously that's yeah. that's like now an app. It's actually coming back out. But um, picking mix, picking mix, mix will be the new thing. Yeah, so the YouTube what, channel, connecting stuff like that. Um, I've got a few, a couple of things coming out in Channel Four now, but um, they're not really things that are that were mine. You know, someone will phone you up and say, "Yeah, I've got this coming out." Um, well, like, <laughs> but it's not like you weren't the you didn't create it. You know, they were like, "We want you to make this thing," and mm-hmm. you just show up and you shoot it mm-hmm. and you edit it, and then. It's like kind of bread and butter, like Aye, just your stuff, you know. Following yeah. the kind of yeah, yeah. As long as you're having fun, brother. Yeah, as we good. say, put positive vibes out there. You that's get positive it, things back. So that's good. Yeah, aye, beautiful Is stuff. Thank you. That's it. That's the lesson that's of the whole podcast. Up? Yeah. Sorry, it was a wrap up voice. I didn't, I didn't know if you were uh, like. That, that is my ra- no. That's my wrap up voice. I go like this. Kind of just lower my voice. Do I talk 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 about anything else? I don't know, man. I'm trying to think. I feel like we. <laughs> what I will say is, Jamie, and I don't want to be very controversial in this. The bloopers for the high rise. I didn't see us in, ver- in it very no, well. No, it was no. all essentially. Sean. It was all Sean, and it was quite difficult to find anything of anyone else. I got you smiling pretty I, much after the take was over. <laughs> I, was that. That. I was like, uh, I'll give that as a blooper. I was uh, happy to be in it at some point, yeah. to be fair. I was in the background of that blooper, so I got uh, it. You're laughing at us making all our mistakes. Uh, Mate, the loopy, the loopy scooper. It's so funny. Mate, well, I, I, I meant to ask you, right, I, just before we end it, right, I, I was wondering this, because like, we turn up at things, right? Like the fly thing, we've done yeah. that thing as well. And it's like, you mostly we just do it. Like literally you'll be like, right, go. And then we just do it. And it's yeah. like, I was wondering how that is compared to, you've obviously shot stuff with like actual actors and stuff like that. Surely. So like, is, do, no, like, is it comparable? But Honestly, like, actors are a wee bit more difficult just because they're, they're way more like particular about getting it right. I sometimes think it's an issue because sometimes no acting's better mm-hmm. for example and I'm, this is not like, I, like I'm not sharing on you in any way right? because if you, you just started acting you don't really act a line you just say it which mm-hmm. is how normal people talk yeah. so if you just say and Ben I know Ben does it too which I quite like he'll just say a line and play it down so low that it's not acting it's not performing and even if you go maybe too under it's way better than being too over mm-hmm. and I just I much prefer like working with people who aren't aren't actors who aren't going to like perform the line Aye. because it's not especially with a mockumentary you can't you can't the more real the better man yeah. the more real the better I think yeah um, I th- I th- people people say to me like sort of in a, in a nice way like yeah, how can you all do that like how can you yeah. say, like people kind but I think Reese was a bit like that but then Aye. I mean I don't want to I don't want to bust a gig for everybody but I don't think it's as hard as honestly though I was very impressed with you specifically like genuinely because I'd never watched um, well like I'd, I'd never seen you do much other than the wee videos mm-hmm. you came in so confidently and then you had the first thing to do before mm-hmm. Paul and Sean and everyone so um, I don't know you just fucking slipped into the character immediately 
when the camera was on, you were that guy entirely. Um. And you didn't need any kind of like pushing or prodding. And I think you, I might be a compulsive liar. Like, mate, I think mad. <laughs> and when you fucked a line, you're like, cool, right, one more. And then you just like did it. And it was just so fucking uh, easy. Uh, um, that's I why was, I was wondering, because it's like, I feel like when we go, there's pure nay hassle. But I'm like, yeah. I feel like I've not been on a set where like people said actual acting up. But I feel like, I feel like people would mess it up. No mess it up quite a lot, but they'd be like, oh, no, 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 it's no. There's less like, pressure with just one guy. That's su- why I like shooting su- it just me. Suppose. Yeah. It feels so like, aye, because that was the difference between that and like the thing we'd done for Fly. It was like, there was a, fu- there was, like, a full crew there, essentially. Yeah. So it felt like you, whereas like, I was just talking to it's, you almost. This is right. embarrassing though, right? Genuinely, I was quite excited to meet Evan because I hadn't met you before. Loved that video you, you'd done. I just heard a lot about you. And when you arrived, you were like beating the horn and I was like, aye, he's the same guy. I love it. He is the guy. It's not like a character. Oh, did you just meet him at that high rise thing for the first time? first time. That was time. Yeah. First we, knew, time. I, we knew each other, but like yeah, we didn't yeah. we hadn't met in person. But aye, it's funny, man. I know I, ro- I rocked up late, mate. But it was right, great. You just like, like, like breezed in just being like being like I wanted you to be you were like uh, Billy, you were my Billy Connolly I was like the Billy Connolly yeah. so you're, you're saying meet your heroes as well mate I've met uh, four, three of my heroes and they've all been fucking exactly what I wanted them to be like genuinely like people that I never thought I'd meet in my life and they were all really great yeah. Me, Evan and Billy Connolly that's the, that's the ones <laughs> that's that man yeah, that's the ones what a beautiful way to end it guys Connor, thank you so much for coming. Honestly, thank you for having me. This has been a pleasure. Oh, it's been brilliant. Big fan of the show. (laughs) Big fan of the show. Dream come true. Honestly, this or meeting Billy Cordley. How how could I separate the two greatest things that have ever happened to me? Uh, uh, True, true. We'll get you away with it. Cheers, mate. Thank Thank you you so much. (laughs) 